This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... You win? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Football Fancast, fueled by Guinness, powered by Celery, the show that brought home the first trophy for Chelsea this season. The Football Blogging Awards Best Football Podcast 2015. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, enough. There's applause and there's taking the piss. Okay, now, whilst Chelsea fancast winning the Football Blogging Awards was somewhat a surprise, uh, the 1-0 win against Norwich on Saturday was nothing short of a massive relief. Our first win after three league defeats, and to say the whistle was greeted with a further akin to winning a trophy would be an understatement. Of course, in reality, this was no skin-of-the-teeth win, as Chelsea were on top for most of the game and should have run out comfortable winners by three goals or more. The team's inability to finish being the only blot on an otherwise much improved performance in the defence and midfield. Hopefully, onwards and upwards. Now, I am Stanford Chidge and the name of tonight's show is the Chelsea Football Fancast, Resurrection Jose. The award-winning Chelsea Fancast. Well, we'll get to that. I know, but can you keep that saying that? Because it's been... Yes, double award winning, double award winning. Okay, now, um, tonight, as you have probably gathered, will be, um, well, it could go anywhere, this show. I mean, Clayton's turned up with a bottle of very, well, a bottle of wine, and I have the biggest glasses in the world in my flat, but uh, we have on the show tonight, we have the award winning uh, Mr. Pipkin, sorry, Jonathan Kidd. With his pea soup. I've turned up with some pea soup. You have? I have. And it looks very lovely. Tasty. Yeah, very tasty. Smells pretty good, actually. actually. Looks almost... yeah. yeah. This is the thing, you see. This is why we won the award, Jonathan, because this show is just so rock and roll. You know, old men no, drinking I'd a like glass of soup. I'd like to say... 
Absolutely. Excuse me, it's very, very healthy soup. I'd like to say absolutely seriously, one of the one of the reasons that the, the show is so good is that you are so good, Chidge. Yeah, oh, bless you. You are fantastic. Bless You're a fantastic yeah. presenter. And a fanta- you control it and you stuff it, you, you spout and write about is just brilliant. It just so happens that you, because you are good, you get good people with you as That's well right. to do the job. And it's okay, Jonathan. Job around you. you can come on next week. Thanks very okay. much. That's all right. I was asking for. A few. Okay. Few. And now we've also right. got we've also got um, a, a relative a relative newcomer. Really, I mean, you, I mean, this is what I love about this show. We can say a relative newcomer to somebody who's been on the show for probably over a year. Isn't that right, Clayton? Yes. Yes. But it's lovely to have you here. Uh, I just reiterate what Mr. Kidd said. I wonder, actually, you know, there's a very good chance that that you know that we that we've won this award since you've been on the show. Have you mm. thought about that? Yeah. I hadn't thought about it, but it's obvious to yeah. to anybody that yes, it has gone yeah. up in yeah. standard Indeed. since I've been here. He's but, won it more than me, actually. He's been on it more than me. So well, be, no, uh, I don't know about that. No, oh, no, no, there is no. I'm, I'm just no, Jonathan. He's, he's, just getting, he's, get, he's getting very lovey, isn't he, about yeah, his appearances? I was, I was. Yeah, Jonathan's I was. on the show almost as much as I am. <laughs> And that's saying something. Right, now... Oh, am I? I yes. To me Shush you two, you yeah. naughty boys. I know you're excited, but uh, we'll have to wait for that. Now, last but by no means least, we have uh, what this show likes to call, and has done for a number of years now, the Queen of CIA. No, not Carrie Matheson. Not even Saul. Uh, it is, in fact, the wonderful Beth Wilde, who is the supremo of Chelsea in America. Thanks, guys. That's, Thank you so that's much. That's very nice. Bravo, lovely to see you. Bravo. Yeah. Oh, it's always lovely. It's always lovely to see Beth here. And actually, do you know what? I'm really glad you're on the show tonight. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Do you know it's why? One I'm of gla- the things I look forward yeah? to. Yeah. Do you know why I'm glad that you're on the show tonight? Well, because um, I look better than. Well, I couldn't possibly comment, <laughs> Beth. But you're right. I mean, no. The reason I'm really glad you're on the show tonight is because I have a suspicion, and you're going to people who are listening to this now will recognize that there is going to be a theme running through this show about us winning an award and and i think that one of the reasons why we might have won that award was the massive help that uh, and and voting that the people who listen to this show in the states give us and a lot of that is down to the hard we have work so many people in america that listen to yeah, you guys exactly we love our buddies in the so states. for all of you guys that are listening live for all of you guys that are listening on a wednesday or a thursday hey guys it's me i'm here Mm. So there we go. So we've got Beth, we've got Jonathan, we've got Clayton, we've got me, and we've got Andy. Andy <laughs> is the Dr. I Evil do. Andy. There we go. It's lovely. I can actually see Andy this week, can't I? Normally I'm sat. Exactly. Normally I can't see you, but I'm, I'm kind of moved myself round the table this uh, week. Can I, can I congratulate Andy on his um, tweets? With, uh, and his uh, award winning tweets. Award winning tweets. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Actually, Andy was one of the first people to actually post up on Twitter that. A picture of us winning the award, so well done to Andy. Um, and also, I should thank Andy for uh, making the lovely, gorgeous, wonderful Rebecca Knight aware that I was at the awards, because she might not have known. And I, and I have to say, I mean, you know, uh, I, I will tell you more about this later, but all I will say at the moment is that I didn't go too mad celebrating. I, I basically had a very chill hour and a half or so talking to a very gorgeous uh, blonde I think she's about six foot tall. She is in her heels. Massively intelligent and passionate Chelsea fan. And her name is Rebecca Knight. And do you know what? For an old man of 50, I can't think of a better way of celebrating. You actually look really good in your suit, you know. Thank I you. was very impressed. I'm a bit fat, mate. I need to lose some weight. Yeah, well, I'll give you some advice on okay. that. Lend me a trainer. <laughs> anyway, we should, uh, you know, all, all this stupidness that we're talking about, we should get on with the show. Uh, but before we do, I'm going to have a very large gulp of wine. 
I finished my soup, by the way. Anybody, just to tell you. If anybody's We're interested. We're happy for you. <laughs> Nobody will be. That's a very cheeky uh, Chardonnay-esque uh, bottle of wine, that. It, yeah, it's nice. It's, it mul- it's from the Marlborough region of New Zealand. I like a bit of that. Very fine. Esk Valley. Esk. Is it? I know the guy who uh, runs that uh, winery. What, the Esk place? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, we're moving on. Okay, on the show tonight, uh, we 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 not mentioning at all the fact that we won an award last week. No, no. On the show tonight, we're going to be asking: Is Eden Hazard back? Is Costa the new Torres? And can <laughs> Chelsea achieve Mission Impossible? Uh, in part two, uh, we're going to be looking back at the two very revealing interviews given by Michael Emanalo to Sam Wallace of the Telegraph last week. Where the support for Jose, uh, well, really, he was talking about the fact that you know the the club and the board are, are clearly behind Jose. I think it's quite revealing, also, the fact that Emanuel is pretty close to Roman, and we're getting an inkling in terms of what Roman's, you know, thinking. And also, he talked a lot about Chelsea's transfers and and particularly the loan system. And this was all discussed in depth, and I I thought it was so interesting. That it's going to be worth a whole part on that. And uh, in part three. We will be looking back at Chelsea Fancast's victorious night at the Football Blogging Awards. Who knew? Who knew that we were there and we won an award? award. It's amazing, isn't it? I I knew. You've kept it pretty quiet. You did. Well, I know. I thought it's an exclusive tonight because nobody out there knows that (laughs) we won an award. So, exactly. All right. Now, uh, to wrap up in part four, we will have the results of this week's Man of the Match, Chant of the Match, Guinness and Salary Moments. Uh, Backed by very popular demand and the usual roundup of Chelsea supporter news. Now, don't forget, uh, for those of you who are listening to this show as a podcast, uh, you can listen to the show live every Monday at 7 o'clock in the evening until 9. uh, And all you have to do is you go to mixlr.com forward slash Chelsea hyphen fancast. And if you do that, you can uh, join in with a load of other people. There's about 50 of them in there at the moment. And they'll all be having a chat about uh, with themselves and ignoring us, which is what I love. But you can post stuff in the chat room and, and maybe get my attention and I'll give you a bit of a shout out. Uh, and of course, you can also tweet at Chelsea Fancast during the show and tell us what you think about the game or anything else that we're discussing on the show tonight. It's kind of almost like a professional radio show. Certainly an award winning one. Anyway, uh, should, do you think how, how, somebody really should have, we, we should have competition tonight, really, to... Uh, you know, how many times exactly. we get how many time we say award? I've just said it once, and we'll there. give them a free something. What was that? And word? I think award you winning, should also it? say seven p.m. GMT. Yeah, it is GMT. There is there any other time, Beth? Well, you know, there's other people that listen from other times. Yeah, zones. but I can't work that out. I've, we've been, we did, <laughs> I've gone down that road before, and it caused me a major head other wobble. Other time zones, other planets. Right, <coughs> we're going to have a bit of a sting, and then we're going to talk about the Chelsea Norwich match. <laughs> How wonderfully lovely. There we go. An award-winning sting, no less. From the award-winning Actually, pitch. no, I nicked it from uh, ITV, really, because of course it's the big match sting, isn't it? Of course it's uh, n- Now we're famous. We'll probably get sued for that, and all the, all the fame will be... No, we're no, award-winning, surely. Do you think they'll let us off for being award-winning? Yeah, I think that's Okay, all right. Now, uh, I, don't, I wouldn't exactly call Chelsea's performance an award-winning one, but I would say that it was an absolutely fundamentally massive, huge relief. Um... I thought Jose's comments after the game were quite interesting, actually, because like like him, I agree with him. Actually, you know, it it could and should have been three or three or four nil. Uh, we were so on top of that. Uh, 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 I thought throughout the whole game. I mean, not been more. Yeah, should have been more. Um, here's the thing, old mate. 
Was it good goalkeeping? Uh, was it uh, good defending? Or was it bad finishing? I personally think it was bad finishing. Yeah, because you're a miserable old scrot. So yeah, I, 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 I knew you'd you knew I'd do that. that. I was, I knew I'm in a miserable pose here. I'm you bending are. over. I've got but a you've scarf had pea on. soup, Jonathan. I've had pea soup. You should be happy. And I, well, I am happy. Are you playing Bob Cratchit by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> I should yeah, be, I should be, doesn't. I should be dead if I'm Bob Cratchit. Yeah, I should yeah. be a ghost. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I, I just thought. Well, I think with the major, we'll get onto it. The major, we'll major problem is, um, is uh, could you? Thank you. Um, um, well, no, Bob Cratchit. I shouldn't be dead. Should have Bob Cratchit. He's, 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 he's okay, isn't he, old Cratchit? Yeah, he's tiny the, Tim. He's tiny Tim who tiny passed Tim. away. Tiny Andy. Yeah, yeah. Tiny Andy. No, um, but Chidge is up again. The award-winning Chidge is up again. Shall I keep going? I'll keep going. He's giving me the keep going thing. Um, yeah, uh, uh, I'm, I'm afraid it's it was hugely down to our, our striker who has been likened to Torres, who was um, uh, strangely, like uh, as beautifully put on um, on Mixler, um, man in leaden boots. Um, he was wearing a full diver's suit for me. It was very peculiar. So the, were a couple other people. Uh, there were others, but in particular, he had all the chances, and the man last year would have just stroked his way Can to, a, to four goals last season we would have been 3-0 up at half, half time, time because we would have had a hat trick the season before we would have been 4-0 up because Lampard would have scored a couple when the balls were pulled yeah. back Pull back, Lampard. Yeah. yeah but the, the main problem is there's, there's nobody yeah. in the penalty area this well, is one no, of the, nobody's taking a risk everybody's too scared uh, to do anything yeah but the three in the back for Norwich would not separate they wouldn't separate. I mean, they would like, okay, we're going to be this far away and that's it, no matter what happens. And I still think he was given enough opportunities. There was, that was one with the pullback when he just blazed over the bar. The one where he hit, he hit Ruddy, he was too slow and he hit Ruddy's leg. I mean, Ruddy's a good goalkeeper. He's a Ruddy good you know, goalkeeper. He's a well, very clever, award-winning chidge. Very Thank clever. you. That's <laughs> why we won the award. Jokes <laughs> yeah, like that, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's good. But, <laughs> but no, I, do, I do think Norwich really put up the defence and they, and they did the defence. Well, they were, they they, were terrible. They, what, what I hated about them was that even when they went 1-0 down, he didn't change the shape at all. No. And that, all he did was then he brought on three attackers and they played in exactly the, the same way. What difference has he made? Nothing. Exactly, but at the same time as well, he brought three subs and all in one go. He did, yeah, but they were all attackers. But the, the only time they made any effort, I was with, uh, sitting next to me in um, uh, in the uh, Royal Box. In the Royal Box. <laughs> well said. <laughs> Something like that. Thank was, you, a, was a Norwich. Was a Norwich. Was a Norwich. Had a, I had a Norwich fan with me. And, you? Uh, well, you was, you are so com- nice to the He was in complete disbelief what the way they were playing. And he couldn't get the fact that the, uh, in the last four minutes is the only time they made an effort to attack. Yeah. Here's the thing, actually. It's I mean, true. this is this is this is quite weird, actually, because this is that's. I would say that that's the first time this season that a team has come to Stamford Bridge to do what they've been doing for the last ten years, which is to pack. Pack the defence with, with 14 people and try and eat and waste time from minute two. Everybody else has yeah, done for us. Everybody else has thought, hang on a minute, <laughs> hang on a minute, they're, they're shit. shit. We'll yes. go for it, we'll get something here, but not Norwich. Sorry, no. I mean, I know they're a long way away on the east coast of <laughs> England and they're about, they're about 50 years they've behind never, everybody else. And they don't yeah, have yeah. NBC. What? Yeah. A, I mean, for God. I mean, well, you know, it was actually, that is actually funny. I mean, if you think about that, that is funny that they turned up and they only they tried to get away with but they, i will oh, say mental i'm going to give thumbs up to our defense because they didn't let them yeah, well, good, well, no you're not no you're not yes, you're going, I am. no you're not you're going to look at the script you're going to wait until it's time to talk about the defense when i will not have sense. i will not have non award winning dialogue award winning chidge is spoken award winning chidge is speaking no no it's kind of there we're here right we're here Beth, no, no, on the no, script he, Beth and you're down about there. their defending not yeah. our defending yeah. oh 
Get a grip. I know you're from America, but I mean, it's a common language, isn't it? Defending is defending. Listen, let's go back to Costa because I think he really does need a bit of discussion. And I'll be honest. I mean, you know, I ranted ranted for most of the first half about the fact that he just seemed to be drifting way out too wide all the time. And he was never in the box. Uh, when, in the box. when he was in, the, well, there was a great example. I was talking to Andy in the pub about this before, and you know, William got to the byline, put a lovely ball through. The only people in the penalty area were three Norwich defenders. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake, why aren't you in the box? You're a striker. When he was in the box, his touch was really poor. poor. The two he shanked over the bar. Yeah, yeah. He went down. How too, did he miss that? Hang one? on, he went down far too easily. I thought for that. I mean, I know. Yeah, he did. He threw himself. Look, yeah, well, when you look at it on, on match of the day. You know, he was getting rugby tackled, but it, it's... Don't, don't... Look, he, here's the he, he thing. He did the flip. Why yeah. just, if he falls down properly, you'll get the penalty. No, he if won't. He, if he does the no, flip. But that's the point. That's the point, no, Jonathan. Costa has got to stop going down, period, because he is never going to get a penalty. No, but in that instance, I thought if he'd been challenged, if they they hit him, they did get hit, but he just he did a good kind of, you know, no. flick flag. No. But, no. Um, you know, the other thing I thought of, again, I was talking to Andy and Beth about this in the pub before, and, uh, you know... Uh, it was very easy to criticise Torres for, for playing, you know, for hiding, for going out wide. And I, and I kind of thought about it and I thought, well, actually, do you know what? Maybe, maybe I'm being harsh. Maybe there's some logic for this. Maybe what he's trying to do is maybe he's trying to pull, you know, one or two defenders out of that very packed defensive formation that Norwich were playing with. And that will allow space for somebody like Hazard, Pedro or Fabregas or William or whoever to run into, run into that space which I thought was a brilliant tactical theory, and I was, like, licking myself all over about that one. And then I read the reports of the game afterwards and found out, and, of course, the press box, as we know, is, is very, very close uh, to, to the I bench. Sit. Very no, close to where you sit, yeah. but it's very close to the bench. And they were all saying that Jose was absolutely doing his nut every time Costa went out wide. And then I suddenly thought, okay, so I'm maybe I'm being too kind. If Jose... So clearly it wasn't a directive. Why was he going out there, Jonathan? He just kept... Signaling for him to go back into the middle. Yeah. I don't know. Perhaps, you, you saw that. You, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. what you see from there. But I, I, perhaps, perhaps, um, as you say, perhaps he's, um, uh, his confidence is a bit shot and he's, uh, he thinks he'll do better there. But he seems to me that his default position when he doesn't think he's playing very well is to not get into the box and to, and to go out to the left-hand side every time. Um, and and I, don't, I don't think that's where he's supposed to be playing. No, I don't. Well, as, 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 as you said, as, as Jose was just... Uh, was gesticulating. He was going nuts, apparently. He, he was. was not a happy camper he was. at all. And yeah. fair play. Clayton, here's another thing, mate. Um, you know, I was talking to Joe Tweeds at half time, and, and, and Joe was equally ranty about Costa. I mean, we should also admit, of course, that in the second half, the bugger then only goes and scores a goal and wins the game. But anyway. May I say a terrific goal? A terrific goal, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, <laughs> terrific. Was. But Joe was making an interesting point, which is that, that Costa is the kind of player who likes to play on the, on the shoulder of the last defender and, and, and welcomes and thrives upon a ball put through, you know, bypassing all the ticker-tacker crap that we have to put up with. And much easier to play if you're playing a counter-attack. Very difficult when, of course, you're playing a bank of five defenders. But, you know, we were talking about the fact that, that we look like a team where we've got all the wrong pieces trying to be fit into all the wrong holes at the moment. And I, and I mean, whilst, whilst I can sit here and moan about Costa, I, I have an element of sympathy with him because I don't really think that we play in a way that gets the best out of him. And you know what? When I was having that conversation with Joe, I was minded of, of, the, of, of the Torres discussions that we used to have regularly, that he would be trying to make a run and then have to wait half an hour for the ball to suddenly appear to him. But it's the same with Costa, I think, don't you think? 
Um, yes. Please don't say no. Yes, <laughs> and perhaps not. Um, I think there's two things. I think what you're saying is correct, but I don't see that we're playing any worse, or sorry, not worse, but any different to what we were playing last season when he scored a shed load of goals. That's exactly what I was about to say. If you look at the way that Costa is playing, he is playing like Torres played, and Torres was hiding because he didn't have the confidence. Costa has no confidence at the moment. Those balls that were played back into the area, there were two fantastic drag backs, and he was nowhere to be seen. Last year he was there, he mm. scores them. So I think there's two things. I think that he, if, if he has been told to take the aggression out of his game and he is, quotes, suffering from that, then, okay, that, I can understand that point. But he wasn't playing against people who were riling him. He wasn't playing against Ryan Shawcross. He wasn't playing against people who were kicking him. He was just basically hiding. I don't know whether if he would have got into the mix a bit more then he would have got kicked. But the simple fact of the matter is, and what was interesting, I don't, you'll all remember the game when Drogba went down and the crowd started yeah. booing him. Yeah. And that was what was happening to Costa on Saturday. People are saying, don't go down. You don't yeah. need to go down. Stay on your feet. Stay on your feet. And I think him going down is basically him saying, I don't want the responsibility. I'll get a penalty and somebody else can have the responsibility. Mm. I think it's a great shame. I think perhaps play two up front. Um, but he's, I don't know. I mean, can somebody explain to me? Because I didn't read it and I didn't, when he scored, he didn't seem particularly no, enamoured. No, now, what somebody He almost said looked to embarrassed. Me, well, somebody said to me that he was pointing to the um, egalitaire sign. Yeah, and no, was, I, I, think and, he, I think it was a, I, a gesture I, of, uh, 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 yeah, of support. Of solidarity. Yeah, solidarity. Because he looked at the, at the heavens right, and okay, pointed well, to the sign. In, in I didn't case, get that, that he was disappointed at no, all. No, no, no. Well, I didn't well, know he was French. Fine. No. No, but, he, but he's, he's aware of, of his, yeah, teammate his teammates and, and, and other, other people around Well, him. his Brazilian teammates yeah, or his Spanish ones. They, they, he's, he spent a weekend, he's a man of he many countries. He spent a weekend in Paris. You have to love over Paris. He's a bit of a Renaissance man, is Diego Costa. A man of many countries. Yeah, but he was still outside two times I mean we talk about him not being in the box but he was still offside twice yeah but that was lazy that was in the first <coughs> half when he just strayed off so, exactly. so, so was William on one I'll tell you what Beth disbelief. I'll tell you what Beth he may well have been offside two times but I bet you it would have been less than it would have been had Remy been playing and I think oh, absolutely. actually absolutely no I'm not saying that but in the second half it seemed to me that he played even further back yeah. out of fear of not being anyway enough of all this here's, here's a question for you Beth okay. do you think uh, it, whilst we, I think, have spotted that his celebration of the goal was not ecstatic, do you think that that goal might have actually done him the world of good and with a bit of confidence? Because that's his first goal in seven six, games, six, six, six games, six games. Six games. So do you I wish it would have been Hazard. That's not what I asked you. Do you think it's going to do Costa some good? Yes, of course I do, but I wish it would have been Hazard. Yeah, but we need Costa. Look, now, yeah, yeah, I, I take your point about that. And Hazard also needs to score more goals, and he also needs his confidence raised. But we have one decent fecking striker in the club at the moment. Right. A guy who scored how many goals last season? Nine, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was getting on for 20, proper yeah. return for a striker. Yeah. We've got one player like that. 
and he is not putting the ball in the back of the net. Surely it's important, I would say more important, that he gets more confidence by scoring a goal does than it, even Does this it. happen? Is it, does confidence immediately seep in the second that you score the goal? Or I think it, it might do, yeah. I think it does. You know, occasionally we'll see, we'll people see score see a goal and they don't score for another six. Always used to work for me. Well, I, 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 I tell Jonathan, well. I tell you, when I put it in the back of the net, I'm ecstatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it carries on for weeks and weeks. I go and do it again and again and again. Again. No matter how tired I feel. I think it lasts about Yeah, it is very carry on, Andy, I think. Can I can I just yeah, put, yeah, put yeah, something yeah, out yeah. there in terms of Diego? Do you think at a point in the second half, I know we're gonna come on to the mighty hazard, that Hazard just threw up his arms and thought, What am I why am I busting my balls here and nobody else is, is actually is actually trying? And I do actually think Hazard's body language for the last 20, 25 minutes will, you know, sod it. If, if nobody else is trying, I'm not trying. I mean, that cross that went in, that, oh, that, know, was, that Pedro was, that was, was just standing there ridiculous. watching it. I mean, the ball left the foot and he's still standing there. And we're, I mean, where I was, we were all screaming, like, move towards the ball. Nobody, and nobody, nobody did. Nobody was taking a chance. And everybody, and I'm sure you guys have heard it because this is the first game I've been back this season. Everybody's going, if it would have been Frank... Yeah. He he leaped at it, put it in the top of his head, and put it in the back of the net. And none of them are doing. But that's it. no excuse for Pedro. Pedro's won every single award there has. No, he hasn't. To, no, he hasn't. He hasn't won the Chelsea. He's not won the best football podcast, football blogging. But he's won every single. We've won it twice. How many times you won it, Jude? Twice. Wow. We won it two times. We won it two times. Anyway, enough. Do you not agree? Yeah, I I do. You know, I, I think it's really interesting what you're saying about Hazard, actually, and the fact that he, he looked a, a little bit disinterested, because I have to say that it, I thought it was delightful to see Hazard looking back to his old self on yeah. Saturday. And he, he was, I think, by a country mile, our man of the match, although we'll discuss that later. Um, as he but, was against Stoke. I yeah, thought he was excellent he was against, against Stoke. Stoke. I agree with well. that as well, you know, and it, it was really, really good to see. And I tell you what I thought was the best thing about Hazard on Saturday was the fact that when he was taken off and we gave him a standing ovation, he clearly... Enjoyed it, and he yeah. and he thanked the supporters for it, and, and he clapped back. Yeah, for yeah. somebody who's supposed to be disappearing to Real Madrid at the first opportunity, that was quite welcome to see. I think. Did he? Yeah. Nice one, Andy. Yeah, that's good. You know, I thought that was good, and and long may that continue. And I, I mean, actually, I think generally, you know, um, a lot of them start to, a lot of them that have, we've had a massive problem with in the, uh, this season start to look better. Matic looked more like himself. I thought even Fabregas didn't do too badly, although, you know, he's such a liability when... I mean, there was, a, there was an instance when, when Matic nearly scored that superb solo goal and uh, Fabregas was up, up with players you would expect, but they got the ball and, and Fabregas just stood there in the penalty area and Matic was knackered, so he wasn't going to be able to get back. And actually, it was William who went about 150 miles an hour to try and get back and... You know, I still have a massive issue with Fabregas, I'll be honest with you. But nevertheless, I thought he played better. You know, I thought the defence were really solid. JT and Zuma was excellent. Or, admittedly, Norwich offered absolutely diddly squad We have throw. to remember that Norwich were very, very poor. Very poor. They're very, very poor. poor. Very poor, poor side. That they was were. still a great save from JT, though. But yeah, here, yeah, we will get yeah. here, here's yeah. something that really warmed the cockles of my... Cockles. Of my ageing cockles, in fact, yes. <laughs> uh, and that Your is award My award-winning cockles were, were warmed. <laughs> they were definitely warmed on a very cold... Brass Monkeys type day, actually. Brass Monkeys uh, By Kennedy, who I, I just thought, he dazzled. He played really well. The kid has got a lot of talent. 
and I'm just so delighted. I love it when he gets the ball. He just. What do you know? What I love most about that this kid is what nineteen is he, Beth? Or yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I asked Beth that, but anyway, he is he, he is nineteen. <laughs> he is nineteen. Uh, so remember that, Beth, when you meet him. Anyway, so it's just fantastic to see a young player doing so well. But I think the reason he he, he does play like that, he plays with no fear, like a nineteen-year-old would, and I think it's just lovely to see that. No foreplay. Are you talking about the football, Beth, or what? Yes. Okay, okay, just checking. But uh, interestingly, he kept Dave out, which was... Um, well, yeah, but you know why? Do you know why? Tell me. Well, that Jose spoke about it after the game, and I thought, because I, I, like you... I, that, I, was, I was thinking, what's happening here? I, I, was, yeah. I was gobsmacked, to be honest, mate, but apparently... You wanted um, to give Branner a go? Was that the no, reason? No, 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 it wasn't sympathy for, the, uh, for Branner. It was the fact that Kennedy can get up and down the pitch and either attack or defend, and he felt that if Norwich played before, Kennedy could push on and effectively join the attack more effectively than Aspie mm-hmm. could. But if they played with, was it the other way around? It was four or five. Either way, if, if Norwich attacked, he would be very good at defending and getting back. If Norwich just sat back, he would be another option up front. Up front yeah. So he, there was Never. a game plan to it. And it, I have to say, I think it worked really, really well. Andy, yeah, is champing at the bit? Yeah, exactly. I'd say exactly what you said about Kennedy giving us option all down. He did, didn't he? Yeah. But, I mean, aside from the tactical reasons, aside from the fact that Jose clearly got that right, I just thought how delightful to see a young player play without fear. Why couldn't so he well. have played um, Dave instead of Branner, though? Because Branner, Branner gave, well, gave us a rather large uh, example of his not really being but I, 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 You know, look, this is kind of not really on the agenda, but I think this is worth talking about, actually, because it's kind of been... Uh, you, there's been a subtext going on, I think, for the last few weeks, uh, which... You know, as you can imagine, with with what we've been going through, everybody's been going through everything in forensic detail as to why we might be as shit as we clearly have been. And and one of the things that I've seen mentioned, but nobody's really made a really big deal of, is the fact that Jose clearly has some weaknesses, uh, which we've not seen before. And one of them that has been muted is the fact that he, he is very loyal. And he's been incredibly loyal to a lot of... I mean, like, a lot of us have sat around this table saying, why on earth is Fabregas playing when he's been quite clearly Dyer. the worst player? Why is Branagh getting the run that he gets? Why are a lot of these players... You know, so... you know, He did fiddle, though. He put he, he dropped Fabregas, didn't he, for the... He um, did. Well, he... I, the, you know, know, one would say he more. had to. But he, I think, you know, maybe, maybe Jose's got a weakness and maybe his weakness is his loyalty to players that have been there and done it for him. And uh, you know what? As weaknesses go, I can think of far worse. To Perhaps be he can't believe that they will keep playing at well, the same exactly, level. Exactly. Because Branner is a, a half the player he was last Well, season. he still, I thought, you know, he, he, he was still quite hapless at times. He was. Wasn't he? He, I, 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 rem- you know? he reminded me of Frank Sinclair. I was just yeah. watching, thinking, oh, I've done something good, but now he'll, he'll kick the ball out or he'll yeah. just do all. Score or, an own goal. Was a terrible Frank. moment where he. Yeah, he, he with Frank. <laughs> Frank used to score own goals you know, for fun. I mean, he'd I, be I very good for the whole game, but you knew that he'd do that. something that would be we, would we give a goal get, away. We need to get Frank on this show. You know, I really, I would love to get Frank Sinclair because I, I, I loved Frank, and and actually, you know, it's funny you mentioned Frank so soon after I, I say the word hapless because <laughs> I think I think Frank Frank was the definition of a hapless defender, wasn't he? But I loved Frank Sinclair. I, I remember loved him. a number of times that he would actually he say he'd beat somebody, and I'd go, "Go on, Frank, go, go on, Frank." Go Frank, 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 Frank. Oh, no, oh, Frank! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's so right. That is so, so right. Mad Frank. Oh, yeah, we I still say him. that I now that him. he's retired. I love him. I love him. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if he listens to the show, he'll now never come on. But, I mean, <laughs> but there was a terrible moment where, where Branner 
I thought oh, Branner's, a bit, Branner's a bit more speedy with the, I can't remember what it was no. with the winger and he, went there, and he bounced <laughs> off him you just see it the first half he bounced off him and fell on I the know. ground and, and then number 23 on their right. side I was not very family friendly okay. that day maybe 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 we've, we've, we've kind of established a fu- maybe we've, we've established a future for, for Branner and the side Clayton which is for comedy value what do you think uh, I think it's I think it's a shame. We did actually mention a couple of pods ago um the, the this thing about the loyalty of playing players um that have been loyal to him. I uh, there was there was nothing in Branner's performance. I think you've said about the defense it's good to keep a clean sheet. Yeah, if wasn't you, it if just If you can't keep a clean sheet against Norwich then when you have two shots in the whole game. They yeah. they were hopeless, but um, hopeless. The, the scary thing was in the last five minutes, we were cacking ourselves. Yeah, we were, I mean, we? absolutely we ridiculous. I mean, I got grief from one of my mates that I sit with because I was going mad when Ray Mears, who came on, fantastic substitute performance, yeah. gave the ball away twice and then took the ball over to the corner flag yes, in the 93rd against minute. Norwich, Norwich at home. And my mate saying to me, look, it's all about the win today. It was. And I said, yeah, no, I understand that entirely. But it doesn't take away from the fact that we are taking the ball to the corner flag against, against Norwich. Norwich which who, kind of tells you where we are at the moment, though, I know, Clayton. because I, I think, and I, I, I'm going to say this But now. we let Frog over Norwich because we won that match. We, I know, let, I know, we leaped Frog, leapfrog, leapfrog. I like leapfrog. Leapfrog. I don't think it's leapfrog. correct, but it sounded good, actually. Yes, but we did. It was a massive six-pointer relegation battle, Clayton. For, for that me, is the reality. For me, Brian, for me, Brian, that was a 15th against 16th clash. It was. The only, it? There was nothing more than that on Saturday. I think there's a lot of Emperor's New Clothes. I think we we are, I'm sorry, we're miles off. Bloody hell. We really are. I'm, I'm taking your mantle, Bob. But it, <laughs> I, I, was, I, I was thoroughly depressed when I came Were you really? Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. You're not I, drinking the right stuff. I'm not drinking the, the right that, stuff, no. but I then got very happy, but we can talk about that okay. later. Well, I, well I, that's okay. Fair enough. I mean, because I was going to end, end, end this bit, which we really ought to, actually. You know, um, you know Jose I've said... I've just seen the heading of the next film, the script. Jose, Jose <laughs> said that it was uh, Mission Impossible to win the title, but it wasn't an impossible mission to get into the top four which was, I thought, him being quite clever. Um, I think it was massively important that we won. I mean, it was quite funny. I was joking with a few people on the way out saying, this will go down in history like the the, the game against Bolton in 1983 when Clive Walker scored a goal and, you know, we didn't go down to the third division. We'll look back on this as the turning point in the club's <laughs> fortunes that we didn't get relegated back into the championship or whatever. But, I mean, in, in all seriousness, as, as Clayton said, it was really, really important to get the win. But we do need to put a run of wins together now. There could be no pissing about. And then I looked at the, shed, the, the fixture schedule for the next few weeks. And, uh, you know, Sunderland is winnable, obviously. And Bournemouth, the, is winnable. Bournemouth is winnable. But I tell you what, mate, Spurs next week, much as it pains me to say it, that is a massive... <laughs> that's going to be tough, man. They haven't lost all season. And they look good, although uh, Deli Ali is, is injured, thank or uh, suspended, suspended yeah. uh, thank God. You know, somebody's going to have to kick Harry Kane in the kneecap really hard in after thirty. Ray Mears, there you go, he's our man. Sp- pick Rambo play. to kick Harry Kane in the first minute, games <laughs> off injured. We might have a chance. I mean, I can't believe we're saying that against playing Spurs. I mean, Jesus, awful. Well, we, never we might come up with something. Who? Knows? Well, I tell you what, you know, do you know what? Mate, but do you know what I thought about it after I'd got that awful realization that it is in fact Tottenham next week, and they are at, they are doing really well, and we are not. 
was that I cannot on God's earth think that jo- Jose got that, that he, we got our asses spanked there last year, and that would have really pissed Jose off. So I suspect that he'll have a plan. I mean, of course, we we nullified any sort of threat that they had in the Capital One Cup final last year as a result. So I'm just wondering. You know, expect Zuma to play in midfield next week. What tactic he's going to yeah, devise? He will come up with something. But Leicester, Leicester also, you know, I mean, they scare the shit out of me with the kind of pace that. I mean, Vardy, you know, this is no accident. This kid's scoring the goals he has. Who have you we know. got that's comparable in the pace stakes as an attacker? No one. Ramirez. <laughs> Ramirez? I don't know. He's no. no I mean, William. Willian, I'd say. I don't know. Be, <clears throat> I, I think William's the quickest player we've got. Would you say that, Clayton? It's not a very tough competition, is it, really, to be honest? John Terry. He'd have my. Oh, mind. God. Kennedy. I love JT. O- over, over 10 miles. Kennedy. <laughs> Traore. Over an hour. Well, I, you know, he never gets a game. These guys, they're young, they're fast, they're pacey. That's what we haven't got. I think there, you'd have to play a different style, though, wouldn't you? That's the thing. You Do you think I'm we should go to Tottenham and, and play with, like, a bank of nine uh, in the penalty well, area? The, the way everybody else plays is you play that when you boot the ball up the pitch and the, the fast They've player done it runs against after us. it and scores. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way they play. That's the reason. I, th- I think it's interesting. I think the Spurs game, I think there's two things in our favour for the Spurs game. One is the fact they're playing on Thursday. Yeah, Azerbaijan. I, I think is perfect, is and also that they now think they've won the league. Yeah, Spurs. and they'll be favourites to win yeah. that match, Clayton. Where when the pressure's on, Jamie them. Redknapp thinks so. It must be true. Oh well, if Jamie. Yeah, I, I I stand down if Jamie says it must be right. Yeah, I mean, all, all hail Jamie. <laughs> I, I've, I've, right, I don't know if I've ever told the my Jamie Redknapp story. I probably have on here. Is it we've, an award-winning we've done, story, Chidge? I think it is, actually. It's I an think award-winning story. We've done 334 story. shows, so there's a chance, isn't there, that I might have told the Jamie Redknapp story. But we may not have been present, and so none of the people on Mixler may have heard it. Okay, so people on Mixler. Uh, my Jamie Redknapp... I went out and got horribly, horribly drunk with my great mate from Los Angeles, Mr. Michael Roban, who sounds like Bob Bubka, in fact. And uh, we were in Soho House, and we were two very delightful young ladies, as I recall, and we drank an awful lot. And then we left... Uh, and we're in the middle of Soho, and uh, we walked out. And who did, did Michael spot outside Soho House with, on his mobile phone, clearly waiting for his cab or his driver to pick him up? And I, I thought, oh, blimey, it's Jamie Redknapp. He was in Soho House, uh, probably, you know, having a few drinks. And um, and I thought nothing of it, you know. And Michael, you know, a bit pisses. Chitch, 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 that's Harry Redknapp. <laughs> And Jamie Redknapp heard it, and he's like, he's off his phone looking up, and he looked at me, and I just, just I just shrugged my shoulders, you know, what, what can you do? You know, which I thought was nice one, Michael. Tell it like it is. Right now, um, we should wrap this part up, and uh, of course, as we like to do, you people out in Mixler, uh, we now got we've, we've now got quite a few people in there tonight, including the lovely Debs, who I had the pleasure of seeing on Saturday. Uh, loads and loads and loads of people in there. Anyway, Chelsea Fancast Match Awards, which is an, an old Tim, Tim Ridigolo is in there, who I met for the first time on Saturday. Fantastic to see you in there. Uh, right, now, Match Awards. Uh, my suggestions are, and it'd be interesting to hear, hear what the people around the table say. Man of the match. I would say go no further than either Kennedy or Hazard. Matic. You would say Matic? I would say Matic. Okay. Well, Zuma. You would say Zuma, really. Not Kennedy or Hazard. You were good, but I'm just being alternative. Yeah, okay. it, I'm being award-winning. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. We'll, 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 I'll be the judge of that. Uh, Beth? Kennedy. Yeah, so, so I, I think Kennedy and Hazard, for me. No, I love Kennedy. I love Kennedy, and I want him to succeed so badly, so I, I have to vote for him. Well, I mean, basically everybody's saying Hazard on here. 
I'm no, quite, and Hazard was really, really good. I'm not going to say that he wasn't. And he had probably one of the best games that he's had so far this season. But, but, it's a big but. Um, I just, I want Kennedy to play. We need him. He's got the speed. He's got the passion. Um, I don't need to say anything. Well, they're all, they're, they're all going Hazard. I mean, I, and I'm, JT I, was back to his old uh, self. M- much, as I love, much as I love the idea about JT and much as I love the idea about um, Matic, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put in the Twitter pot Kennedy and Hazard, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm happy to shift to Hazard. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay, so chance of the match. For me, there were two that really just made me giggle, and they are, we are staying up. We are staying, staying up, up, which I thought was wonderful. Really funny. Yeah. Followed, followed when, we, when we got the, the, what, the, the goal. Well, actually, shortly after the we were staying up is, we're going to win the league. Yeah, we're going yeah, to... Yeah, I know. You started that, did yeah. you, Andy? Good man. So I, I think, I, I can't think of any two better than that. And unless they're very, very quick on here, uh, I will stick with that. Uh, now, the Guinness moments, that'll be interesting. I mean, I think clearly JT almost doing a Zola oh. for that corner. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Now, I don't know if anybody saw this, but there was a, we were in our own half. William got the ball coming out of defence, and he nutmegged the bloke. I saw yeah, it. That, yes. I thought that was... I mean, that just made me laugh, but it, I thought that was just wonderful quality. Very impudent. I like that. Impudent. I like the, um, the, uh, the whole move that went from one end of the pitch to the other after they'd had a... From from JT when JT did that great block. So I was going to say went, that that would that be my celebrating great though. moment. Great moment. We're on Guinness. JT. We're on Guinness moon. Well, Guinness whatever. Uh, JT's block was fantastic. Perhaps that was reminiscent. He rolled back the years, Ooh. and then that, as you say, that he's move. been practicing move, that move, move for what twenty forever. years. Yeah, <laughs> but I want to know did. Did William actually bounce that ball off that guy's head? Yes, he did. And he got booked for it. Yes, he and did. And you Correctly. know what? God bless him Correctly, for yeah. It. Because Absolutely that bloke correctly. had every right to be standing there. No, he, well, no, he, no, he, he didn't, actually. He, he was does. too close. No, you can, sta- you can been, stand. No, you can stand. No, 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 wherever no you can't. You like yeah, but you can't. He, he was being intimidating. The referee got it wrong. He should have booked them both. Mm, okay, but well, look. I we're not talking about that now. We're talking about that. And I'm basically going to go, because none of you are talking any sense at all, I'm going to go for William's nutmeg and JT almost doing a Zola for the Guinness moment. Now, celery moment. Cool, but you are award winning. Somebody has JT. to take control of this show. Anyway, uh, salary moment. I thought we were making it classier since Don't we were award winning. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's because I've had another big shush. Right, salary moment. Costa taking two defenders out with one shot. Do you remember that? Costa had a shot from outside yes, the penalty. Yes, I do remember. And he, and he basically played billiards with two defenders. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I did actually laugh a lot when I saw that. Do you like that? Yes, great. Okay. Yeah. Um, Branner. Back heel pass going out for a throw. That's embarrassing. I'd rather not have <laughs> okay. that one mentioned. Thanks. I quite like that. Though. That did make me laugh. But I mean, it didn't. It made me. It I'm made me cruel. wince. And, I'm quite cool. just the French flag. I liked. I thought that was yeah, quite that sweet. Was, that, that was very. Class. Yeah, it was classy, Absolutely. wasn't it? Brilliant. I liked Completely. It. I, 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 now. Was it? Was it? Was that done by a man we must not mention? Yeah, name of? he who must not be named. Fantastic! He's very much behind that. Um, brilliant. So those are my three. Have you got any more? Or are you happy? Which which two? Which two out of those three would you like? Oh, we did get to vote on the one before. We're not we, we, voting we, 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 on we, we, it yet. We put them up on Twitter and then the people decide. And I get get away with it. Uh, any any other office? Is it got to be game related? Well, no. Related? No, no. Well, anybody who spoke to Bobby Tambley on Saturday night. That for me was just fantastic. Well, that's where, fantastic. Where was he? Was he was at a book signing, book signing for oh. Rick Glanville. I missed that. Yes, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I, I was, I was unbelievably lucky because I bumped into Rick 
outside Stamford Bridge and I walked with Rick and Bobby Tambling from Stamford Bridge to the Fimbra and I was pinching myself because I was talking to Bobby Tambling and it was just a little bit surreal. I have a $202 note from Bobby Tamlin. Right, okay, because you're all talking nonsense, I'm going to go for Costa <laughs> taking two defenders out with one shot, no, and, and I'm going to go for the French flag. So there French you go. Flag, right, I, in the break, I will put those up on Twitter, and you, you, the people, Yow. will decide. Yow, the Yow. people. I think you're getting abrasive with us. Well, actually, I've got no pay. I, I'm an award winner, so I'm, I'm not going to put up well, with any... We don't any, want you to become superior, because tweet? it'll be just you on your own with nobody coming to, to do the show. Do you know what? I'll still pick up the award. Anyway, right, after the break, after the break, Jonathan... Uh, well, in fact, actually, during the break, I'm going to put these up there so you can vote on Twitter, and then I will uh, repair the damage I've just done to the relationship between Jonathan Kidd <laughs> and David Gigi. Uh, but after the break, we'll be looking back at the two revealing interviews given by Michael Emanalo uh, to Sam Wallace of the Telegraph last week where the support for Jose uh, was very interesting to hear not just that also on transfers and Roman and all sorts of other stuff so we'll see you in a second The only place for Chelsea fans footballfancast.com real fans real opinions I'm Jason Cundy and you're listening to Chidge and the boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper Chelsea. Okay, I am Stanford Chidge and you are listening to the Chelsea Fancast. Welcome back to part two. Now, um, in lieu of the fact that we didn't have a another game to talk about um, this week. Uh, not that I've been talking about them that much recently, but um, I thought it was really, uh, I mean, you know, fair play to Sam Wallace, actually. He, he's come out with, uh, I suspect, well, two articles, but from one very long and in-depth interview with Michael Emanalo, who uh, usually keeps a fairly... Wait, he does actually. He doesn't get get out there much. I, I I'm I'm intrigued by these two interviews. Which is why I'm dedicating a whole part to it because I think I think they are very very interesting in terms of what's going on at the club at the moment. I don't know if if you've all read them or not. Have you, I have. Clayton's read it. Beth. No. No. Uh, Jonathan, I would put money on not having read it. <laughs> Uh, Absolutely correct. Andy, Andy's read it. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, Clayton. So it's just you and me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can explain it to me. Take, take, take twenty minutes of you guys. No, but know. I'd like you to explain. Go, it. No, no, no. Go, I go and buy some more soup. Okay. <laughs> Actually, it touches on a lot of stuff that we've been talking about, which is why, again, I thought it was very interesting. But I mean, you'll have to uh, just uh, forgive me for for you know regurgitating what. Can we I said. just say I'm disappointed in myself? You should be at not having read it. I, I didn't even know it existed. Call yourself a Chelsea supporter. Yeah, I ought to. Garden, yes. I've been busy. Do you remember ripping yarns? I do. You do. The wonderful Michael Palin. Uh, do you remember the one uh, murder on Marston Moor? I do. Where they were all in the, in the army and they had to, they kept on doing faux pas at the dinner table and they have to keep going outside and shooting themselves. Yes. I think we should employ that policy on the Chelsea fan okay. cast. Right. If I you pass the, port, pass the port the wrong way, you have to go out and shoot yourself. All right. Okay, anyway, moving swiftly <clears> along. I thought the very interesting thing really was the fact that uh, Emanalo kind of talked about um, the club. Actually, do you know what? If you're going to eat Pringles during the show, I'd rather you did go out and shoot yourself because they will be heard on the mic. Um, anyway, um, Michael Emanalo did mention uh, the fact that we were, I love this, trapped in a negative moment. It's so so elegiac, I think that, isn't it? Um, but anyway, basically, he thinks that we, which is, I think is a good point, you know, there was that kind of self-perpetuating bad shitness of the whole situation. And I thought, actually, he articulated that quite well. 
Um, what an I th- allergy to bad shitness. An allergy to bad shitness sounds like a, a poem, doesn't it? Anyway, um, I thought that Jose, the fact that, that they, they've they've chosen to give Jose this more public support was fascinating, and that that was a theme that came through the entire interview with Emanalo. You know, saying that Jose's been out there on his own, that he's he, you know he's quite isolated. The fact that he he turns up after the press conferences in quite an emotional state. And they are looking to help him more, and, and also particularly by supporting him against the FA, and that the club themselves perceive it as a massive injustice. Um, but it being that uh, Emanalo and uh, Marina Granovskaya are seen as probably the closest to Roman, I thought a lot of what he had to say was very interesting, and, and certainly in terms of the fact that Roman uh, it clearly wants to back Jose and the players because of, of what they've achieved in the past, and that he actually believes that, like us, in fact, interestingly enough, uh, that we can get out of the current situation. And I think the like us is very, very pertinent because there's a cracking quote in here which kind of illuminates uh, as to, to what, you know, what Roman's mentality is in all of this. And I, and I do quote, and he says, he cares deeply so that when things aren't going well, it affects him in the same way that it affects a fan. Right now, what is he thinking? He's feeling like the rest of us who are fans, more so. He is feeling that his precious club that he supports is not doing well. Uh, I think he goes through the varied emotions of how can I help and what is going wrong. He's definitely looking forward to the club getting into a winning groove again. No shit, Sherlock. Uh, More importantly, he wants to make sure that we don't lose what we've achieved in the last 10 years, which has earned the respect of the football fraternity. Now, if that's true, and, and I've got no reason... To, to, to doubt it or question it. I think it's a, quite an interesting insight in, into Roman's mentality um, that he does kind of think like that. Now, the only other thing that I would talk about on this bit is, uh, which I thought was equally revealing, but also in a way a little bit worrying because it's something that I've written about in CFC UK, thinking, I think, saying I don't give a tinker's shit about our public reputation. But Emanalo um, comes out with this. As one of the big football clubs in the world, we understand that we have a responsibility to greater society in the football world. To represent ourselves with a certain responsibility, and he, Abramovich, takes that very, very seriously. He demands that we must behave in a way that justifies our elevated status. That is important to him. I can assure you that from having a knowledge of his feelings... I can assure you that from having a knowledge of his feelings. We definitely make an effort, as well as any club, to make sure the club is represented very well. That is what he wants. Now, for me... You know, that actually gives a lot of credence to a lot of the journalists who are coming out with it won't be the results that get him fired. It'll be the argy-bargy um, uh, with the FA. It'll be the meltdowns. It'll be the spikiness. It'll be the embarrassment that he heaps, allegedly or apparently heaps, upon Chelsea. I thought it was very interesting, Clayton. Those, those, two, those two particular, almost contradictory paragraphs, in a way. Or I quotes. Th- I think that, for me the most interesting thing in the um, articles was, I'm going to completely ignore what you've picked out, which is great, isn't it? Um, because you're award-winning and I'm not. No, no, we're um, all award-winning, Clay. We're all award-winning. So some of us are more award-winning than others. Indeed. Was He said, he made a statement, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he made a statement was, people say a lot of things, but you can only really say 
the right thing if you know all of the facts. Yeah. Well, no, he now, said about expert opinion. Yeah. Everybody's got an opinion, but some of us have That's expert exactly opinion. Right. Thank you. Yeah, for, I, I, thank you for correcting. I thought that was unbelievably pompous and patronising, frankly. Well, I don't. I, I I've don't. always. You know what I've, my favourite quote about opinions is? Go on. Opinions are like arseholes. Everybody's got one. Right. Yeah. I I don't because I actually look at it from another point of view. I don't actually think he was being patronising. I think, it's and obviously I, me being oversensitive, then well, possibly, <laughs> possibly. But I actually think there's that one of the reasons that Jose's not been sacked is because there's a load of shit going on at the club that we don't know about, mm. and they do know about yeah, it. Okay. And I think that one of the things is the transfer dealings were completely and royally stuffed up in the summer. But and I okay. also, th- I also think that that's why he's still there. And I think they will go and repair some of the damage in Christmas, uh, Christmas of the January transfer. <laughs> if he's denied that will happen. As far as they right. can. Yeah. No, but that, that was, that because that was something else that was said at the weekend or, or one of the things that I read was the fact that um, Jose, when he said, oh, I'm not entitled, he was being humble. I'm not, I haven't got the right to ask for more players because of the mess we're in, etc. And somebody was saying, well, that puts Roman in the ascendancy in the relationship, which is a bit of a nonsense thing to say because there's, a, there's always... Uh, a, he's only, always, he's only, always in the ascendancy. There's only ever one winner between those two. But I thought that, obviously, this is a massive PR thing by the club. Yeah. They've gone to the newspapers and they've said, right, we're going to... So, arguably, good- one of the most respected and upcoming of the football journalists. Absolutely. I mean, you know, Sam Wallace is yes. Henry Winter yeah. and waiting. yeah. No, no accident that he's at the Telegraph now. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. So I think that was quite interesting that they went out there. And the other thing that I think is interesting is the fact that this, in many respects, is saying to the players, Jose's staying, you either like it or you lump it. He's staying and you're going if you don't want it. You know, I think this, this was rebuffing against the... I'd rather lose than win for Jose. I think this was this was our this was the club striking back against that. That that's what I think. Very much so. I mean, and I do think you know. I think there were some very salient, very interesting, uh, quite revealing points that came out of it. But be under no illusion, people out there, this was a a, a great example of PR spin. There is no doubt about that. Yeah. And I think what 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 backs that uh, point up, Jonathan and Beth and Clayton is is the whole point on transfers. I mean, you know, you, you read between the lines and actually we we would all sit here and in fact we have done on the show and said the transfer dealings in the summer were you criminal. Mentioned, we mentioned that on the last show. They were show. criminal, weren't they? Yeah. And yet Emanalo sits there and says, we've got, I've got no regrets about the transfers. Well, there's two reasons for that. One, they're not going to admit publicly that they fucked it up, excuse my French. And secondly, he's the one who's in charge of that. So he's certainly not going to... He's he's not going to sign his own death He's not going to do that. But didn't Jose say that he was happy with the squad and the squad were going to make it work? Didn't he say that at the last... But again, I think... But he would say that, wouldn't he? But actually, look, you know, I'll tell you what, that's a a really interesting point, Jonathan, uh, you know, drawing, uh, you know, our attention to, to what Jose said. But actually... Whilst it's a load of guff, and I think we'd all sit here and, 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 and acknowledge that, what it does say is that it's actually very much part of this whole PR interview that, that Emanalo's done. Because what they're saying is that publicly, we're all coming together, we're all at one, and we're all backing each other. So we're not going to shit on each other, frankly. If, if he was really unhappy, he may be really unhappy. But is he not also saying that all the rumour and speculation... Um, has been uh, just invented by the press by making this statement. 
Well, there he, ain't no smoke without fire. No, indeed, is indeed. There? But he's, he's, as you say, he's trying to uh, to uh, put it into a, a bundle of saying, well, actually, that's 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 past. It was that's quite. It was almost quite humble there. of Jose to say that, wasn't it? I, I I don't deserve the club to spend money on me at the moment. Basically, well, that's what he was saying. I don't deserve. I've been. We've been so shit, and I'm responsible. I don't actually deserve for the club to put their hand in their pocket and bail me out. Now, but isn't that exactly that's the opposite? so not true, is it? I mean, no, no, that's what I'm but, saying. But the, but the dile- exactly the, the dile- opposite of what he said in 2006. The, but it's also patently not true. But it, but what it is, what it is saying, the the public message it's giving out is that actually we have all come together, all of us, the owner, the people who are in the board, Emanalo, Granovskaya, me, the players, we're all together. And we're just going to give you a load of guff out in the press because that's what we want to do. We're going to—it's a solid front against everything else. So he's but, moved that. Move that. You know, in two thousand and four, five, two thousand six, five, six, and two thousand six, seven. You Jose need to speak here, to the mic, not the table. Sorry. Thank you. When Jose was here the last time, it was us against them. Well, he's done that. He's tried that. This, this is an interesting. But that's thing. what I'm saying. It's moved now. Well, yeah, but I wonder why it's moved back. Because it hasn't worked. Exactly. That's my point. You know, if you look at, at what happened in the early season, Jose's spikiness was 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 classic. Jose wasn't it, Jonathan? You know, this is this is how he operates. You know, when things don't go right, he 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 projects out. He 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 hits out, uh, and actually, it just got worse and worse and worse. And he was getting into more and more and more trouble. So, it's it's it, it, look. We don't know the reality, but what this all tells me is that they've all actually sat down together, the lot of them, and had a bloody good think about how they go forward and that they've decided that this approach will be the best. And I just think that that on, it, on its own is interesting. But Jonathan. also they've got a very unique situation in that they have a team that won the league last year yeah. and all the players were marvellous. Yeah, and, and now they're rubbish. <laughs> so that's the, that's the complete difference. Yeah. It's, not yeah. as if, it's not as if they need to have an overhaul and they're keeping the manager because they think that it's the players' fault or whatever it is. It's 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 utterly unique. It's it not. Is. It's, it is. It it, is. You're, you're having players that, in a sense, they needn't buy anybody because we've got world class players at, at the club who are are just not coming. Who are, up not, to, performing. are not performing. But as I, we keep I, saying. I just think I think I, I disagree in terms of we need because I I've said this before. Bringing players in gives an injection. No, I agree completely. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I know what you're saying, saying that, but yeah. I think this is a situation where each and every component of the club has screwed up, and they know it. Everybody, Jose's been at fault. The players have yeah. been at fault. The transfer committee's been at fault. And if Roman's the one that actually sanctions buying the players, i.e., signing the checks, then he's been at fault because it's what they what they've done was wrong, or what haven't done is wrong. And maybe this is everybody saying, well. Okay, we can't actually let the buck stop here because we're oh, just. See what you've done there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they mentioned using him more, which. I, anyway. Yeah, um, but you say that, but Bruce, you know, frankly, is 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 far more plausible and eloquent than Ron Gourlay ever was. Oh, isn't that the truth? Yeah. Uh, you know. Well, well, I mean, it's not not a massive comparison to yeah. make, and I no, accept but you're 100 percent right. But he is. But you a, know, Bruce. Bruce is a very articulate man, and he, he you know. And I, I think I think a very I mean this it was a, uh, going back to what I was saying earlier yeah. on this was a really interesting admission that they had left that basically what they were saying they'd let him is that get they'd, on with it. no that they'd let let Jose be hung out to dry yeah, that's what I mean they'd let yeah. Jose get on with it when, uh, yeah. when they, he was getting no support no exactly. because if you think about some of the dreadful decisions and the fact that the injustices in in terms of Jose was getting bans where other managers weren't I mean to ban somebody from a ground. 
It's just absolutely outrageous. When, when the, the only other time when, when Alan Pardew headbutted somebody. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, fair enough for that. But for what but, Jose but, did, that's outrageous. Wasn't absolutely. there a chant this weekend? We agree with Jose. Yeah, the yeah, refs yeah, the are refs are shite. Mourinho's yeah. right, the fans are, we should write. Yeah, but we should, you know, saying shite at Stamford Bridge should be banned and outlawed because it's what Northerners say. <laughs> well, the, but the feeling. But the point is... What they should say is that Mourinho's right, the refs are shitter. You know, but, proper London shit. It doesn't yeah, rhyme. It doesn't matter. It should be, that's the point that we're making. Just because it, it don't rhyme, just because it don't rhyme doesn't mean that it's a crime. But I think it's been great. <laughs> Mourinho's a... I think it's been great that we've had two weeks with Jose off the back. Hang on, I've just thought of something. Mourinho's Mourinho's rants, the refs are pants. Clever. Okay, sorry, Clay. No, I'm just saying it was just. I I think it's helped us enormously. The last two weeks, he's been off the back pages. I actually liked it when he wasn't in the ground. Weirdly, (laughs) just for that one, because it took the it took the pressure off him. There were no close-ups of him. There was nothing. Yeah, it was about the football, wasn't it? Yeah, and can I, I think say something from a from a, a from a distant point. observer? That's a really good point. Can I say something about the distant observer? Go 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 Beth, go Beth, go Beth. It says here, Michael Michael LMNOP's quote. Did I spell it wrong again? LMNOP. He says he demands, referring to Roman, that we must behave in a way that justifies our elevated status. Can mm. I say, from all of us in America, from all of us abroad, how much we have utterly enjoyed the improved atmosphere at Stamford Bridge. Oh, wow. That's a really interesting point. And that is the improved our atmosphere ele- at the bridge. Oh, really? And well, that well, is our it, elevated status. We have since, actually, since the, never, the fans no, have been very good. They've really kept behind yeah, they behind have, the whole they thing. Yeah, they have. They have. I mean, we can... I mean... It's so it's so much better. I mean, we hear it. Well, that's really interesting because, because we're there. It's harder <laughs> to, to, to really get a... JK, in all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live, (laughs) it's all too much. (laughs) I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Ah, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK, and best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you, thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy, I could cry. (laughs) Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. 
At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. What have you, what have you found? I was just reading Dazza 15's uh, little quote there, which you, you can read Chidge. in your own I can't own. because I'm let, not looking let at Jonathan it. Let Jonathan read it. Which one? It don't rhyme, Chidge. It don't any, rhyme, Chidge. Any fucker would be more articulate than Gourlay. <laughs> <laughs> Love Steve Hadley says, says the wine's kicking in, Chidge. Uh, yeah. But okay. seriously, I mean, if 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 that if I take that quote, he demands that we behave in a way that justifies our elevated status. Mm. Fair play to all of the supporters that have been out there singing their absolute throats off, and we around the world we love it. Well, that's we real. I mean, that. to Beth, I mean, seriously, it's it, we're there. It's hard to, to to have any perspective on that. But um, I mean, one thing that we've all been aware of on the show, and we've commented on it a lot, haven't we, Jonathan? Is that you know the worse it seems to get, the more behind the team the proper supporters seem to get, not the ones that disappear out because they've just scored a, scored a third goal against us. Um, and the backing and the support for Mourinho has been incredibly vocal. And here's the interesting thing: you expect it away, but also at home. Um, so yeah, that's really interesting to have that perspective from you, Beth. Actually, and and fair play to us for doing that. Um, interestingly enough, actually, I mean, we we just released the Chelsea Supporters Trust uh, member survey finally, and uh, you know, I, I stuck it out to the press last week, and and thankfully, the one thing that they picked up on was even though, of course, the survey was done before the season started, but um, the supporters, the, the members of the Supporters Trust, valued managerial stability. Yeah. And developing youth players and bring them into the team far more than entertaining football and winning trophies year on year, which I thought was I didn't I didn't vote for that. I did. Yeah, you know, but you are you know. There's always I voted for trophies every year. (laughs) Well, (laughs) thankfully you were in the minority. But you know, there's a funny I mean, glory hunter. There's a real funny thing happening in America. Lived through the terrible, terrible moments. Excuse me. Excuse me. So that makes you worse. That makes you sound like a 19 year old entitlement (laughs) merchant. I I was there when they were shit. So I deserve trophies every year. Yes, I'm happy to go with that. Because I stood, I stood, I stood in there getting pee on my leg, drinking bovril. Yes. Exactly. I, I did drink that I had a rattle. I had a rattle. rattle, yeah. And I had Chelsea star- stars on my tracksuit. And I stood in the shed and I used to run round the other end and watch Chelsea attack from the and other end. Do you know what, Jonathan? End. That's why I love you. Thank you. Uh, Beth, you were saying. Anyways, what I am saying is that there's... You know, I mean, I watch it from a different perspective than you guys do because I'm in a different country. You're in another country. I am. And what I have seen is that... I know a play about that. <laughs> but what I have seen is that there's so many people that have maybe come to Chelsea since 2000, 2003, 2004 or five, and they're kind of relishing this ability to stand strong for the club that they love so much during a dark time. And they want to be noticed. They want, they want to be counted amongst those that are, that are in arms um, arm in oh, arm great. with the people that are there, and 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 I'm because I was quite worried when the results started going the wrong way. Um, personally, I don't care. I was but... too drunk to notice, frankly. Yeah, the nice well, thing to compare know. is, of course, is Real Madrid are having the same problem, and that uh, Benito, uh, no, was Benitez no, no, no. was he sacked tonight? No, no, he wasn't. And, and he do wasn't. you know what? The, I mean, not that I want to talk about well, a. About not that I want to talk about a Benitez or b Real Madrid, uh, but the interesting thing about what happened in the uh, El Hypio. Was that um, they were chanting. Benitez picked a very un Benitez like team? He played all of the four Galacticos, 
So the the I think the rumor that was going around was that Florentino Perez picked the side yeah. and didn't pick the negative defensive type, uh, side that you would expect from oh. Benitez. And in a way, Perez has backed himself into a corner because the Real Madrid fans were waving their white hankies at Perez, not Benitez. Oh right. So in a funny sort of way, but he's might he's, maybe he's, he's yeah, done well out of it. He has. Well, I, I mean, I, I hope shock. I I hope that I uh, Benitez. I hope that Benitez stays at uh, uh, Real Madrid for a long time because they'll be bloody rubbish As while I he does. The other now look very quickly because we've got a couple of minutes, um, but uh, I just want to talk about also the other part of the interview was which was the loan system. I'm just going to read you these two things out and hopefully we'll have enough time to have a quick chat about it um panic not because the next part we can make as short as we like uh anyway the loan system uh which i thought some interesting points came out of this the club's research shows that the most realistic age for a player to break into chelsea's first team given the optimum game time and development is 22 now, Emanalo said, what do you do with Solanke? Do you leave him here to play another year of under-21s when he is clearly too good for it? Do you have him train with the first team and get minimal minutes? Do you send him to a championship team and have him deal with balls in the air? With 35-year-olds much stronger than him in a system that does not suit the cerebral type of player we want here? Or do you send him to a place you know he will get minutes and will be educated the right way? Where is that? Uh, Vitesse Arnhem. Now, he also then went on to say, if, if, if Ruben Loftus-Cheek makes the grade, it will be because he has become a world-class player, not because the club have handed the kids Christmas gifts. The bottom line is that this is one of the select professional groups in world sport, the most demanding examination of these young players' lives. So, actually, you know, because I wrote an article in CFC UK about, you know, stop spitting your dummy out of whatever, calling for the youth every five minutes, because... You know, they've got to be good enough. And what you forget is that this is not Eddie McCready's Blue and White Army. You know, this is Chelsea, who are one of the best, biggest, most elite clubs in the world. Indeed. And we have world-class players playing for us. So, you know what? If they're good, they've got to be that good. They have to be. They have to be that good. They have to be. And it's really interesting, actually. I found this really interesting to Emanalo bearing that out. If you're going to make it at Chelsea, you've got to be a world-class player. Money, we have talked about this on the show. We have. This very fact. This yeah. very article. We have, hang on, hang on. we have said that. Yeah. Um, and now Aminala, we've, we've deduced that. What I yeah. like about the fact yeah. is we've come up with yeah. that as a deduction yeah. amidst all the shit that one doesn't yeah. know one's talking about. And now he's saying that this is the, this is the truth. Well, clearly. Half the time we're, we don't know what's going oh, on. Really. But clearly Aminala listens to the show too. It must yeah. be that. Well, the award-winning show. Well, do you know what? I actually, because I, I, I got a lot of people retweeting me last week saying Chidge has called for Aminala to get the sack. And I corrected them. I said, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say kick him out now. What I said was, if Jose gets the sack, other heads need to roll too. Because Absolutely. there's actually, you know, it's not what just nice Jose's fault. fault. There's other people who have, you know, dropped the ball here. You know, Emanalo, Buck, possibly. But he's also, but he's pointed to the fact that the youth system isn't really working. It's not working. And it's not working because we don't have a chance to take a good player from good to world class. How are we going to get... Well, I disagree with you both, actually, because, you know, the, the fact of the matter is it is working because we're producing some fantastic... Yeah, but, but they're, hang not, on, they're not good enough on. to get into the first team. We're, we're, we're producing fantastic Yet. young players, but none of them are getting to the side. None of them are getting to the side because they're not good enough. Question. They're not good enough to get into the side. Now, the other thing is this. I'll tell you one Does thing... Does that, that mean it's not working? Well, hang on. No, it doesn't. It just means this is what it is. This is 2015, and this is the club and the, and the reality that we're dealing with. One of the things that pissed me off at the weekend was I watched Sunday Supplement, where Martin Samuel, of all people, hammered us. 
And okay, he he made the easy call. Oh, it's all about FFP. It's all about the money. It's a revenue stream. Well, that's possibly true, but it's a very easy decision. You know, easy thing to call out. The reality is, is that they completely forgot to mention that Harry Kane was on loan for ages at other places. David Beckham was on loan at other places. John Terry, for a short time, was on loan. Frank Lampard was on You know, all of these players, young players, have to go out on loan, which bears out, uh, again, Emanalo's point, is that you are better off going to learn to play competitive football for in games that matter than sitting on, the bench. on a bench Absolutely. and never getting minutes. Look at Josh. Look at what happened to Josh. But yeah, that, but is Josh is Josh McEachran really? I mean, you know, I saw him play against Newcastle, and he was the best player on the pitch in that cup match. But you know, it, he didn't get to play enough. There was an interview. Well, yeah, did he not get to play enough, or I, is he mentally not he, right, right for Chelsea? Okay, so there was an you know, interview. He's playing at Brentford now. I think that answers there the question. Was, there was if he was that good, he wouldn't be playing at Brentford. There was an interview that Spy did, and you know that I like Spy, and it was Spy Zola Frank and. Um, I believe it was also. Um, oh God, my brain's just gone. That's the wine, Beth. I know, I know. It was Pat Nevin and Zola, and Pat Nevin said the player has to play ten thousand hours, not train ten thousand hours. Yeah, they have absolutely. To play. But they he's have not going to. They're not going to play. They play for they're not going to play for I'm Chelsea. Not, I'm not bothered. So they by need. Them. That's this is the point. This is exactly the point that Emanuel is making. I don't see they them need coming to... back from Vitesse Arnhem. Well, then tough shit because they're not good enough. That's the As point. World class. I mean, look, I, I, I had this was, out. I've had this out. Get them from- you know, I'll tell you what. Okay, right. We all want the youth to break into the into the uh, first team, don't we? Yeah, we want homegrown players. We want more JTs. Great. Well, okay. If you want that, if you want that, wave bye bye to trophies for the next five years. Wave bye bye to finishing in the top four. If you're prepared to accept that, and you know what, you might. Hang on. Chips, hang on. Hang on. You might be prepared to accept that. Fair play to you. I don't have a problem with that. But you've got to realise. That's the ramification. And then this week, we get everybody going on about Tottenham. Oh, look at Tottenham. Look at Pochettino. He's got all these young players playing for him. Yeah, but what have they won in the last 50 years? No, and I'm not disagreeing with you, and you're not hearing my question. My question is, how do we get them from great to world class? Because I don't think Vitesse Arnheim is going to take them to world class. Uh, do you know what, Beth? I don't know the answer to that. Clayton? Fair enough. I don't know the I answer. I don't know either. the answer to that. I don't. That. I, don't I really don't. I think it's very disappointing. And I think um, it's the club. I don't know whether Loftus Cheek is injured. I don't think chewing out Loftus Cheek in public is a particularly brilliant idea, which has happened to him a couple of times so far this season. Um, it is interesting, and I think it's sort of gone under the radar, and a couple of people on Mixer have actually mentioned it. We had Zuma and Kennedy playing on Saturday who are both kids. Now, obviously, they're not our kids, but they are kids, and they're youngsters, and they're coming into the side. I'd love Ruben Loftus-Cheek uh, to, to get a break. I mean, over the last couple of months, I mean, how, how poor has Fabregas been? Oh. And you actually think, put Loftus-Cheek in instead of Fabregas, but this is all going back to Joe But Fabregas Dave. is a proven world-class player. Absolutely. No matter how much we've uh, dug him out, that, know, that's the uh, fact, isn't no, it? No, absolutely. And that, and that is beyond any shadow of a doubt. But the simple fact of the matter is, you, I, and everybody listening to this has watched him over the last couple of months, and he's been absolute pants, and you can't tell me that Ruben Loftus-Cheek would have been any worse. Now, I Although, think... we've watched Ruben Loftus-Cheek play, and he's not exactly set the team on fire. No, he hasn't, but... The fact, fact he's looked a little bit is, out of his depth at no, times. No, no, the fact is, the last time he played, 
he got hauled off at half time he when was, he didn't actually play that badly. No, I disagree with you though. You Clayton, think he was appalling? I thought he you? was appalling. Okay, all right. Fine. I'm sorry. He he did that first thing he did was in the first few minutes of the game he got the ball and he said he had the opportunity to put William in in front of the goal or Costa and he and Costa had two men on him. He played it to Costa and, and that was it. He completely disappeared. He, he didn't. He just didn't. Defense. He didn't contribute. But he's and never going to amount to anything. He just but, but, keep, keep hauling him. I know, I know. But I once again, this the point that Milano makes, and we make it. it we are. It is. We are a. We've established a world class reputation. It is a world class team. So you explain to me how other teams manage do to integrate it. them. You explain to me how that happens. Out of how many? Well, they play better. They come okay. in and they play better. Um, do Man City do it? Man City hasn't no. anybody else. Have, well, Man United, I mean, you know, everybody Man goes... Man United play uh, a lot of young players. Yeah, no where are they at the moment? I know they're higher up the league than we are, but I mean, they, you know... They did it in 90... They did it with... Okay, let, let's, let's take Ryan Bertrand as a prime example of a young player, a youth player who was not given an opportunity. Yes, he was behind Ashley Cole. When Ashley Cole went, we played Cesar there. Now, Cesar is without doubt the most fantastic, fantastic So how's back. Bertrand going to get a game? We'll stick him at right back, which is his proper He maybe position. didn't want to go he there. Had a, he and, had Ivanovic playing. And, 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 I know, who at but, the time but, was one of our best players. players. The simple fact of the matter is that you can't tell me that Ryan Bertrand is now playing for England. So Yeah, but England is shit, Clayton. That's true. You know? I mean, hang on, Beth. Hang on, Beth. Hang on, Beth. You look at who's playing for England. Yeah. I mean, no, I, cannot, hang on, no, hang on. This is, a, this is a good point. This is an interesting point because you and I are the same age, right? We've grown up yeah. watching England. Yeah. The crop of players that are ending up playing uh, uh, for England right now are the worst players that I have ever seen playing for England in my lifetime. Without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Okay, so what does that tell you? It doesn't detract from the fact that Ryan Bertrand could be playing left back for Chelsea Indeed. at this moment. If he in had time. been prepared to wait for two or three years no, to get I that un- chance. I understand that he wanted to play football, Fair play which, to him. Which is absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It's a lot better than sticking your ass on the bench and doing it. But nothing. I, once again, I still don't think he's good enough to be in the Chelsea side. I agree with Jonathan. I don't I, d- think. I do. I don't. I do. I you don't. know what? I mean, this is. I have to say, I don't think Lukaku is good enough either. So no, well, I he, not, he was well he, he's got a bad attitude. Well, got... Yeah, but he's a big. He's a classic. You know, big player in a small team. You know, he's a big fish in a small exactly. pond. Exactly. What is he going to? That big fish in a small Into pond the mic. becomes. He got to fifty that goals. That big though. fish in a small pond becomes yeah, a small fish in a big pond. He, you know, he he was he wasn't prepared <laughs> to fight for his place at no, Chelsea. He was not, and he's not good enough. You're going to tell me you're going to play. Lukaku over Didier Drogba. I'd have really? him at the moment instead of Falcao. Well, though. wouldn't we all? But here's the thing. Here is the thing. What a fantastic and fascinating and interesting discussion we've just had for the last half an hour. You know what? We could do a whole show on this. You know, you, we could do we a have. whole show on it. Yeah, but you know, I mean, we're little. You, you can do we're that. Little. You, know? you can. It's 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 a conundrum. It is. It's a perfect word for it because I still go back. How do we take these good? even great players, and make them world-class. Did you see on, on this topic that I, I read today that the guy that we bought from Reading and then immediately loaned yeah. out to them, Hector. we're actually recalling him? Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think they're allowed to, though. I think they've signed a year-long deal. With well, them. they can, they can yeah, tear them they, up. They can they can they like with Shills. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I don't think that works terribly well anymore, Clayton. It's a Roman round. <laughs> you can't bat a Chelsea loanee, mate. Yeah. 
No, I think they might be able to. So I don't know. I, we, I don't. We, we, we need to we need to stop Is this now. Much as, I, much as I've loved this conversation. I think it's a conversation it. that many, many people have all around mm. the world that are Chelsea. But as I said, you know, frankly... As a serious uh, I, I, I just want... Look, you know... <laughs> I, I think a lot of people, partic- actually, do you know what? Right, right now, this moment, we're all about the same age on, on, on the, around the table tonight, and I think we're we are particularly very guilty of it because we grew up at a time when Chelsea were a bit pants, and because we had no option but to bung a load of youth players in there. We have this bond resonance with those players and those times. We are not living in that world. Jonathan gets it. This is 2015. Chelsea are not the club of 1976. You know, and it, it's just not like that anymore. Now, look, OK, I see what Tottenham are doing with Pochettino and I think it's fantastic and the, and the young players that they're bringing through, fantastic. But you know what? I would rather stick a red-hot poker up my jacksy than be a Tottenham supporter. This is normally the same pattern that they do. They're very good early yeah. on and they fade away for the yeah, rest of the exactly. season. Exactly. We have to stop this. But I think, you know what? I think, we, I, 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 you know, I feel in my bones, I feel a lonely, youthy type. We need to get Chelsea youth on the show, don't we? That would be quite interesting. Maybe yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant discussion. In fact, I would say that, that was an award-winning part in I'd terms of discussion. It, was. it got heated. I got grouchy. Jonathan was very sensible and, and very, very... I mean, you know, the stuff you were coming out of Jonathan was definitely award-winning. For a change. It was. No, we, we, you know, I would, I would say we play with more wine, but you don't drink, so even, it, it, it wasn't down to that. More soup. More soup. It was please. a pea, pea soup. More pea soup <laughs> more for Jonathan. More pea soup. Right, after the break we will be looking back i mean i know that we've not really spoken about this at all tonight uh, and i know you're really all looking forward to hear what happens so after the break we're going to be looking back at chelsea fancast victorious night at the football blogging awards we won an award jonathan real fans real opinions I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. Welcome back. I'm Stanford Chidge, and you are listening to, dare I say it, the award-winning Chelsea Fancast. Double, double, double. 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 Yes, the I know. I know, I know. There are people yet to be discovered in the Amazon rainforest who no. know that we won the best football podcast at the Football Blogging Awards last Thursday. Now, no, now, a lot of people know that because there was a huge amount of love on Twitter for it, and, and it is actually quite a big thing now. Um but we did win it before. We won it in 2012, and it wasn't quite as much of a big thing. But since the uh, days when me, Darren, and Tell went up there and picked up the award in a Masonic Hall in Stockport, uh, it has become a really big event. I tell you, it's swanky and it's posh. Now, I've got a little treat for you, you people out there, uh, because I have ripped the audio from uh, the uh, people who did the live stream of it, and I'm going to play you. Uh, when I picked up the award in the post-match interview. So listen to this. You, you might enjoy this. You might think I'm being incredibly self-indulgent. Either way, I don't care. So get your lug holes around this. Okay. Uh, the next award is for the best football podcast. I'm excited about this one. Okay, to present uh, the winners, please welcome Amar from World Cup Legends. 
Evening, everyone. Hope everyone's good. Uh, my name's Amr. I'm the creator of the World Cup Legends uh, project. Some of you may notice you have some big balls on your tables. Um, they're not just any old balls. Uh, they're balls signed by World Cup winners from 1966 to 2010. Um, a project I took on a couple of years ago. I don't know why. My friend Nick's just reminded me he thought I was a bit crazy. But anyway, it's been done. Uh, the 2014 ball will be signed and will be raffled for charity sometime in the new year. Um, now, video. Okay, first with the judges award goes to the offside rule. Okay, Fans Award goes to Chelsea Football Fancast. gobsmack which is not very good for a presenter of a podcast really is it uh, first up well done Ant great evening it's a long 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 way from a Masonic Hall in Stockport uh, thank you to all the lads who do the show with me and put up with me abusing them and bullying them for eight years now which seems a very long time uh, thank you to Football Fancast who put up with me and my diva fits and never listening to anything they say and they still love me I don't know why uh, but most of all, thank you to the people who listen and the people who voted for us. As Joe Strummer said, without people, we're nothing. Thank you. Great, there you go. Some fantastic winners we've been speaking to, and they keep on coming. We've got Chelsea Fancast next. Um, another uh, football blogger award, Stalwart. You made mention to the, uh, to the, to the uh, yeah. less than auspicious origins of this place. Fantastic to see how far it's come. Well, I was tempted to say I was there when we were shit, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Um, did you expect the win? 
I really didn't, you know. I mean, Chelsea, Chelsea fans don't really do Twitter polls. I mean, normally it's Arsenal fans that win Twitter polls. So. Absolutely. No, I mean, honestly, I was really surprised because there's some really good people in there. I mean, obviously the girls with the uh, Offside Rule podcast, got the judges rule, maybe that helped. Yeah. Bergkamp, Wonderland. I mean, Arsenal, they come out in their droves and vote for this kind of stuff. So I was genuinely surprised. <laughs> this kind of stuff. They, they, yeah, they yeah, do, yeah. though. Yeah, they do, you know. Arsenal do rule the online Where, where are you, Arsenal fans? What happened to you? <laughs> Too busy having a latte, obviously. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. So, I mean, obviously for the people watching home, so many of these things are such a labour of love. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Says it all. Yeah. What, what, what's it been like over the years putting it in? How do you, how do you keep it going? Uh, criminal insanity, I think, if you want two words. I mean, you know, we've been doing it for eight years. We started doing it after matches in a pub. It's always been done uh, with mates that I go to the games with, and I thought that was really, really important. It has to be authentic. We had to stop doing it after the games in the pub because we were too drunk and far too emotional. Yeah. Although, weirdly, people love that. I can't, I can't say why. It as an audience. But, you know, we, mo we moved on and we, we stayed at the same pub. We did it on a different day. We got it onto a live internet radio uh, streaming site, which added a whole new dimension, you know, interactivity and that kind of stuff. We then moved it into a TV studio, so we did like a TV show, radio show, and podcast all at the same time. And then I, you know, spontaneously combusted, and we now we're now back to doing what we originally started, which is great, and I love it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's why you do it because you love it. It's well, exactly, that. exactly that. What's been the high point of doing it for you over these years? And someone you've met, or a particular pod that you've put out? If you had to. Well, I mean, you know, I've, lo I've loved some of the, the old player guests we've had on. You know, we we we've had Cundy on, who's become a great mate. Mickey Thomas was hilarious, Alan Hudson, you know, people like that. But actually, the thing that I'm, you know, I mean, I, I, I've made TV for 30 years professionally, but this has given me far more joy than anything I did in TV. And the reason for that is that over eight years, we've, we've genuinely built up a huge community. Yeah. We've got people coming over from all over the world, find us on a match day, have a beer. We go over to places like the States, Australia, and they come out and they welcome us with open arms. So we've generally made friends and a, and a massive community, and I love that. I'm really proud of that. Absolutely fantastic. Listen, congratulations. You've not got the hands for it. Fantastic. Just finally, before you go, just want to tell the people at home where they can check out the content. It's very easy to do. Uh, every Monday night, 7 o'clock till 9 o'clock, uh, you can get it live on mixlr.com, M-I-X-L-R.com, or just down the podcast, download the podcast the day after on iTunes, Sound, SoundCloud, all of that kind of stuff. It's easy to find. Chelsea Fancast. Just look for that. Simple as that. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, exit. Stay cheers, mate. Yeah, cheers. Well, how about that? How about that? How about that? Now, Clayton, uh, I think you should do the honours. The only way to celebrate is the Chelsea way. Uh, have you got any more pea soup, Jonathan? Uh, yes, yes. Good, okay. You can have that. We'll have some champagne. Uh, but no, I mean, the first thing to say, really, actually, before I do anything, um, is to say just the most unbelievable thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of the people that have listened to this show for, god oh, blimey, eight, eight or so years now. And particularly, of course, all of those of you who, A, voted for us, uh, as Martin always loved to say, vote early and vote often. Clearly that worked. Um, but also to the people that helped us get the vote out. I mean, I'm talking people like the wonderful Chelsea HQ, who sadly 
didn't win the social media account award. I think deluded Brendan did, which, I mean, my God, was he up against tough opposition with that. Uh, but Marco Worrell, Dave, you know, only a pound. Um, Chelsea fans channel. All these people in our Chelsea community with much bigger Twitter accounts than us all piled in and helped to get the vote out, which was just lovely. And... Um, and we, we smashed it, boys. Well, we didn't really. I think we won by 10 votes, but don't tell anybody. Uh, the bottom line is is that uh, Bergkamp Wonderland, the Arsenal lot, and uh, the, uh, the, there, were, there were these lads there, uh, very nice lads, I'm sure, but quite young West Ham fans who, who had this knees-up Mother Brown. I think they were a bit pissed off that we, we beat them. They were very rude about me and called me David Brent's dad when I was picking up the thing. But basically, they'll like this. They're young, dumb, and full of cum. Uh, K-U-M-B, I should hate Can I just say something? What? If it wasn't for you, you wouldn't have brought this community together. There'd be no show without the show. There would be no show without, there would be no community without the show, and it touches people. So am I. I'm filling up And it touches people in so many places. So many places. In so many places. (laughs) You know I had to say that. Um, You know, from America to Australia, throughout throughout the world and we and as a listener as someone who loves you dearly oh, I love you too man. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for all no, the hard work. I mean look no but I, if I can if I can say a few words as well after barefoot just to make your head just slightly bigger these your, headphones won't fit anymore they're only your, see that's it Barbusi Usre just said Chid you make me feel like a local oh. that's why this works <laughs> that's brilliant lovely so Clayton, Thanks, sorry. Bob. Yes, sorry. As the compliments are <laughs> flooding in, um, no, I just wanted to say that that you you are this show. I mean, oh. yes, we are part of it, um, but it's it's only because of you. I mean, my blogging, you encourage me, um, and it, it's been great. It's been absolutely great, and it, it's it's a real privilege to be part of it. To be perfectly oh, honest, you're very think, lovely. You're no, but very it, lovely. It, it's absolutely true, and I, I, you know, I'm not sort of uh, trying to get an invite. To come I wouldn't back have again. met Lizzie without the podcast. Well, there you go. The I'm, well, actually, you know, here's the thing. I mean, number one, Clayton, that's a lovely thing to say, but you you do have to understand that. Do never you lot, all of you lot, and I mean, there's been so many of us that have been regulars on this show. Uh, you know, you. Uh, Jonathan, Beth's been on the show loads of times. Andy's been around for a long time. You know, back in the earlier days, Tell, Stu Norman, Chris Norman, Pablo, Darren, Dr. Mart, who did the first show with me. I mean, we've had a load of people that have done it. Um, But please, uh, Dan Sills, of course, and Dan Dan Levine, you know, Mark Worrell, you name it. There's so many people that have been involved. But the bottom line is, is that what you've also got to understand is that whilst, yes, I do put it all together and everything else, and I suppose it is my show in a way, it would be a very, 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 very shit show if it was just me. Yes, it would. And it does not work. <laughs> yeah, yes, it would. He could do it, though, Yeah, he could. No, 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 It wouldn't work if it was just Chidge. Look, I've got enough trouble with my split personality as it is. But no, in all seriousness, you've got to understand, and so and so have the people out there, and, and they've been lovely giving me lots of love all week, but this show works because of the great people that come on this show as well, you know? So there we go. Anyway, um, look, going back to what I was saying before these bloody people who come on this show with me interrupted, which is what I love them for doing, but the thanks that I need to give to the people that not not, not just that come on this show and, and, and really put in uh, a lot of hard yards, uh, you know, for free, for love, which is fantastic, 
but there would be no show if uh, there weren't anybody that listened to it. And that's that for me is the point. I, I hope that I managed to get that across in my acceptance speech and also in the post thingy interview. And you know, there would be no show if there were nobody listening to it and, and that you didn't enjoy it. The only reason why we do do it is because we know that there are lots of people out there all over the world who enjoy listening to it. Um, the other thing is, is that, and I, and I meant that when I said it in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the interview afterwards, that we've done some great shows, we've covered some great subjects, we've, we've, uh, we've addressed some very serious issues. We've, over the eight years, uh, we've, I think, become quite influential in what we do in terms of Chelsea circles. But the thing that I'm most, most proud of is the fact that we've brought together and created a community of people. And, and I'm privileged to have been so lucky to have met so many people because I do this show. And, and not just here, when I've gone abroad and, and met people out there who have refused. I mean, like when I went to San Diego, you know, I, they refused to, to let me buy a drink or any food. 20-odd people turned up in this pub. I mean, mental stuff. I mean, we're just like ordinary Chelsea fans who, who love football and love drinking. And yet it was like turning up there like some celebrities. It's all part of the family. I know, it's lovely. So if I'm proud of anything, and the fact that we've done this for eight years, it's, it's the friendships that I've made uh, very locally here, like Jonathan, Beth, Clayton, Andy, all of the people that are on the show, but also wider than that, all around the world that, that I know that I've been lucky enough to meet who've come over here, or I've gone over to where they live, or I've met them on a match day. And that is why we do it and that's what i'm proud of and you know as i said none of that would happen without you lot listening to us and engaging with us on twitter so i think i'm going to give you lot out there a massive round of applause there we go as i said as i said in the speech as i said in the speech joe strummer said this better than me but without people you're nothing and that's the point well you know when we do the summer tour that's the one question i get asked more than anything is Chidge and the Fancaster. Oh, bless. Really? Yeah, it Why? Because they love... Uh, well, we love them. Well, because they it makes them feel like... They're part of it. They're part of the family. But they are. They I are. know they That's are. That's the point. That is the point. So it's very... So you got to come out. Because I, well, I think I there might be really, another summer tour. Do you know what? It, it is time I think you so. came out. Do a show Chidge. from there. I came out. Come I, out of the closet, Okay, Chidge. I have to... Okay, I must admit. Okay, I'm going to come out. Okay. All this time, I've actually been a Spurs fan. Oh, God, now you sound like Stephen Cohen. No, no! <laughs> Who I've had on the show. Not literally, but, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. I mean, back in the day. But... Back in the day. I mean, look, the fact, the fact of the matter is, yes, I'd love to, and I really think I should come out on a summer tour. I need to See, save my look, pennies. Bob says, next time you're in Northern California, yeah. that's my Central Valley boys. Yeah, it's and great stuff. Look, just to quickly kind of round up on this, because I'll either, I, either I will get too drunk to say anything, I will well up and cry my bollocks off, or uh, whatever. But I, I just want to tell you a little bit about the event, because um, as I said before, you know, we won it in 2012, and it was, a, it was a bit of a shonky small event. But I have to say, you know, fair play to Anthony Cooper, who's a lovely lad. And, uh, you know, he is... The, he is I, I love this. He's only about 22 when I first met him, but he's a man with a plan. He's got a lot of vision. And he knew that, that the football blogging community are powerful within football. And the interesting thing for me is that, you know, we kind of started this before Twitter really existed. And, and I've seen it grow, not us, but the whole, you know, social media... Uh, and football blogging community grow and it and it has become very powerful and 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 the event that ant now puts on reflects that i mean it was in a decent hotel hotel football opposite old trafford which was a bit painful um 
you know, Collymore, love him or hate him. Uh, I think you know where we stand there. But he was there. John Barnes was there doing a rap. Um, you know, it was a really good event. You know, it was really well put on. They had people, you know, streaming it live on the TV. It was fantastic. You know, it was just wonderful. <laughs> but no, it was a really, really, really good event, which I thoroughly enjoyed. There's some great people there. Football Fancast were there doing all the social media for it. And, you know, it was lovely to, it was lovely to be there with them as well because, you know, you know, we have a weird kind of relationship with Football Fancast that technically they own us and what we do. And yet, for eight years, they have never given me any grief, made any demands whatsoever. I have been nothing but uh, unreliable, complicated and abusive, and yet they still love me. How do they, how do they own you? Well, because they own the name, you know, and that was their idea, not was mine. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was their idea. So, you know, it was a really, really, really good, uh, a really good... Uh, uh, in a night but as I said I'm, I'm, I'm you know I really am very proud that we brought it home because you know it, it really is quite an achievement and as I said in the in the thing in the interview afterwards it's not often that Chelsea supporters win a Twitter poll no. which is kind of basically what it is but, but we uh, won that poll from One World Sports well there you go so it can be and done we beat the Arsenal there we go and, they can and, be a, beaten. and a shout out to Raleigh North Carolina you know, I, I would hate I would hate to say this because it sounds very very up our own asses, but I would say that this win for Chelsea fancast is probably as significant as Chelsea's win against Arsenal in the quarter final of the Champions League in two thousand and four. It can be done. We can beat Arsenal in a Twitter poll. It can be done. So that kind of makes me uh, Wayne Bridge, doesn't it? Really. You know, yeah. but Who you know... also was born in Winchester. How about that for symmetry? Do you think How you're about that? Wayne Bridge. Uh, I was, you know, I was born in a nice part. I was born in a very. I was in a nice, nicer part of. Uh, yeah. uh, JT can have Sarah anytime he likes. I would, um, I would allow him that. But you know what I found weird about that Twitter poll <laughs> is it was it's all so based... wrong, wasn't it? That was just so <laughs> so terrible. wrong. Absolutely terrible. Sometimes I. This is why we win awards because sometimes I say things that come out of my mouth that I are in my head. But annoyingly, on this show, it comes out. It actually does come out. This is like a yeah, big that's therapy the second session. Time, really, that's the it? second time you've come out in the last couple of minutes. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, but Chidge, you know what? What? It is and it isn't. Wayne Chidge. That'd be, uh, yeah, that's a great name. I'll name my first son Wayne. <laughs> Wayne Chidge. Oh, anyway, look, bottom line is, outstanding. We've I'm won it two that. times out of four. They've had it four years. We've won it 50% of the time. Right, okay, we're going to wrap this up because in part four, um, after the break, we'll have the results of this week's Man of the Match, Chant of the Match, Guinness and Celery Moments, also called the Weekly Chelsea Fancast Match Awards, which I have to say are nothing compared to the Football Blogging Awards. Um, We'll also have a bit of a roundup of Chelsea supporter news, so we'll see you in a second. Thank you. Fans, real I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea! Footballfancast.com Right, welcome back. I am Stanford Chidge, and you are listening to the Chelsea Fancast. And for those of you who don't know already, the Chelsea Fancast has now won the Football Blogging Awards Best Football Podcast twice in 2012 and two. No. Who knew? I, I, Who knew? It's amazing. I, I only found out sorts, tonight. I only found out tonight. Um, now, uh, time for some more awards, really, because uh, by popular demand, you naughty people, you insisted that we did 
the Chelsea Fancast Match Awards, which of course everybody knows is the man of the match, chance of the match, Guinness moment, and salary moment. And I now have acquiesced because I'm not quite the dictator that you all presumed me to be. And a few weeks ago, largely thanks to Twitter inventing Twitter polls, I decided that it could be easier to do. And they are, as follows, the man of the match versus Norwich. Uh, Kennedy, 26%. Hazard, 74%. So, Eden Hazard is our man of the match. Zuma didn't get a look in, did he? No, that's because we didn't nominate him. I know. I know that. Well, why did you say it then? I was just being, you know. Was that your internal dialogue coming out when it shouldn't? But your second choice was Kennedy, wasn't it? No, it was Hazard. Will you be quiet? Uh, Chance of the match versus Norwich. Uh, The nominations were for we are staying up. We are staying up. Or we're going to win the league. We're going to win the league. And now you're going to believe us. Well, uh, we're going to win the league, 43%. We are staying up, 57%. So we are staying up is the winner this week. Guinness moment. We had Williams Nutmeg, where I, I just sort of just an amazing piece of skill. He was in trouble, just outside of our penalty area, and he and he and he just basically pushed, he just nutmeg the bloke coming. It was just brilliant. Uh, but uh, the clear winner this week, and I have to say, fair play is is JT attempting to replicate. reproduce or replicate. The Gianfranco Zola goal against Norwich, in the FA Cup. where he backheeled it into the net. Vol- Backhill volleyed it. He almost, he almost did. did it. Anyway, JT got 72% and William got 26% and 28%. So JT wins that. And last Yay. but by no means least, well, 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 fair play, fair play. Oh. Comedy has won. Was it uh, Zero Mostel? Do you remember that? Comedy tonight. Yeah, that was Zero Mostel. Funny thing happened on the way to a forum. Comedy has won tonight, Jonathan. Stephen Stonham wrote that. Did he really? Yeah. Blimey, I didn't I know that. I saw Roy Hudd do that in the Regent's Park over there. Right, okay, the celery moment. The nominations were uh, for the French flag, the display and the whole thing before the game. But I thought particularly the flag, I thought that looked, it looked really, really well. I like yeah, The Marseillaise itself, which I yeah. attempted to sing. I didn't. But I tried sorry. to follow along as well. Order, order. Anyway, the French flag, I thought, lovely. Uh, uh, but I, I nom- will you be quiet? <laughs> and then we need the words. I don't think you need words, Beth. <laughs> anyway, uh, the other nomination was for Costa, and uh, you, you had to be there to really see it. But Costa tr- attempted a, a, a real, you know, big shot Bet. outside of the penalty area, and two Norwich defenders were in the way. And he, and, and, and like billiards, he kind of got them both, and they both fell to the ground. And I have to say, I roared with laughter when it happened. And I'm also delighted to say that that has one salary moment this week with a with a, it was a close it was a close call 53% to Costa 47% to the French flag so there we go those are the results of our awards this week thank you everybody for voting you are lovely and i think round of applause for that absolutely Right, okay, uh, time for a bit of support and news because that's what we like to do at this time of the day. Uh, you can get CFC UK, hurry up! Only a pound. Thank you. Uh, at home games from the CFC UK stall opposite Fulham Broadway Tube. He should teach the other two people who were selling it to do exactly the same they thing. They did. No, they're not when I went past. Well, I went past them. Screech after the game and he was selling it on the bollard by the, uh, the old block the, of flats. He the bollard yeah. and he was saying, and as I, wa- I walked past and I said, hurry up! And he said, only a pound? Yeah, but, he, yeah, but he, he's not going hurry up, though. And the girl's not going hurry but up. But nobody either. does it quite like he who must not well, be named. but they should, still, they should duplicate it. You know. Anyway, you know there's a chance for that. Special. A charge. A, ch- a chant for a that. Hurry up. 
It's only a pound. Hurry up. It's only a pound. Anyway, we move on. So, anyway, the new one is out. Uh, you can get it from the CFC UK stall opposite Fulham Broadway Tube and, of course, every away game as well. Uh, now, if you can't get it there poisonly, uh, you can always get it digitally by subscribing online at cfcuk.net. And if you're in the USA, Beth? CFC, you can, you can tweet Dan at, at cfcukusa or you can email him at cfcuk.net. USA at gmail.com. That's pretty good because I don't even have the email here, so you did that completely unscripted. So I think round of applause. Uh, round of applause for a bit of unscriptedness from Because Beth. Dan's otherwise known as Jonathan. Okay, now uh, what you don't know is that, of course, you can also get it by getting in touch with Dan on Twitter, which is at dlundberg underscore. Now, uh, at this juncture, there is something. Uh, well, first of all, um, in this month's CFC UK, I have done a review of the wonderful, fantastic Mark Worrell's new novel, This Damnation, uh, which I was flattered to be asked to do. So there's a there's a review of that. Now, I can tell you exclusively uh, that Mark Worrell will be on the show on the 7th of December, so the week after next, and he will be talking about that book. But there's also there's another article in there, isn't there, uh, Clayton? Yes, there is. Thank you for raising it. Um, you may recall a couple of weeks ago I mentioned the new um, charity partner which Chelsea have, uh, Plan UK. And they are in this month's um, CFC UK, thank you uh, to he who shall not be named, um, for giving them the opportunity. And um, there's a couple of pages in there just explaining a bit more about Plan um, look out for them tomorrow night on the Chelsea shirt. Um, they are a great charity and um, there'll be lots more news from them over the next uh, few months. And um, for those people going to the Chelsea Supporters Trust Christmas party, which no doubt you'll mention shortly, um, they're putting in a very special prize into the raffle. So uh, more news on that as well. Fantastic. No, I will, I will look out for that. But do check out CFC UK this and month. And I'm in there as well. Because he's in there as well. Exactly. Yes. Now, other Chelsea supporters news. Uh, we had an excellent, 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 excellent meeting on Saturday for the Chelsea Supporters Trust after the Norwich game in the Fimber Arms. And we had some wonderful guests who were Melanie Cook and Alison Gurdon. And uh, they were fan- they're both lawyers and they help football fans who are in trouble with the law. And uh, they were really informative on stewarding, policing, and the law, and how it can, uh, and how they can help uh, if you get arrested and banned. Um, and they were brilliant; they really were. Now, uh, it was also preceded by a book signing uh, for uh, Rick Lanville's book, which is Chelsea: The Complete Record. If you remember, we had Rick on the show a few months ago talking about it. Paul was there. Uh, the best thing about it, of course, was the fact that Bobby Tambling was there signing them as well. Yeah, no, it was absolutely Wasn't brilliant. It? I, I know. Love, what a lovely bloke Bobby Tambling is. Earlier. It's just completely surreal talking yeah, to him. it was great. And I reiterate, lovely, lovely man. Really nice bloke. When he left the room, Jonathan, we were down in the cellar at the Fimber Arms, and he left the room, and, and, and Tim, I think, because uh, Bobby Tambling was, is Tim's biggest hero at Chelsea, and we kind of like gave a bit of a round of applause. Tim's Bobby Tambling. And biggest uh, hero. Tim's biggest hero is Bobby Tambling. Oh, right, okay. Anyway, Bobby then heard that, came back in, and at which point everybody just went mad and just the whole room exploded. It was just love. He loved it, and he just he's just lovely. Anyway, so that was fantastic. Now, all I will say about that is that the uh, podcast of the meeting will be up sometime this week. It'll be available in the same place that you can find Chelsea Fancast, so iTunes, SoundCloud, and all of that stuff. Now, 
I did mention this earlier, I think, but uh, the Chelsea Supporters Trust released the annual membership survey this week. Uh, the most salient point on that, which is that the members are backing Jose, uh, but also uh, for the third year running, the issue of most concern to Supporters Trust members is ticket pricing. So that needs to be addressed. But it's a real... I mean, I tell you what, the work Celia puts into that, I don't know if you've, you've read it yet, but it should have been emailed to you as you're a member. If it hasn't... Then, was it into Dropbox? Did, um, no, no, no. Oh, you, no, the, uh, uh, oh, no I see. Yeah, it should have been. Yeah, yeah. 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 E- what, well, the members have been emailed a link, which they go to a Google Docs and they find it there. But it's now uh, that very link is also up on the website on the blogspot. It's a PDF. That's a PDF, but it's well worth a read. It's a, it's it's the most important thing that the trust does every year, uh, and. Uh, <coughs> You know, the media, we got a little bit of media on it, not a huge amount, but we got a little bit of media on it. But actually, they, they keep it and come up with it. It's, it's, it's like the benchmark because it's the only supporters kind of association that, A, is democratically elected, and B, has a, a survey of its members. And is, and it, is worldwide. Well, and is worldwide, and is, is also accountable to that. So, you know, what, what comes out in the member survey then dictates the policy for the supporters' trust. You know, so it's a very big thing. So yeah, yeah, so anybody that's a member of Chelsea in America, um, you are automatically, um, you have a regional head that votes in and answers the survey questions as well as me. I do it for Chelsea in America and then I do it for myself because I also pay my five pounds as an individual. Well, there you go. Talking of which, you can join the trust <coughs> and get your voice heard by the club. It's five pounds to become a voting member, as Beth said, or it's free for non-voting members. Uh, and you can sign up at ChelseaSupportersTrust.com and you can attend the meetings, uh, come to the events and vote on the issues that directly affect you and, of course, make sure you get your voice heard. And as Beth will tell me before I even say it, if you're not able to come to the meetings, do not worry because I broadcast them on Mixler. Right, and they're, yeah. and they're there for downloads. And they're there so for downloads, yeah. You can listen afterwards and it is the most important do you know five what pounds like? you'll spend in and, a year. And the podcast and the Supporters Trust meeting are just like the Chelsea Fancast apart from the fact that they're not award winning. Well, it's, it's not, they're not as funny. Well, exactly. I, I do try. I've, I've tried to educate yeah, and yeah, coach Tim, yeah. but no, 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 he's, no. He's, he's beyond coaching. He's no, just, no, no, no. The man will never be that. funny. I mean, I love Tim, I mean, but I have to tell funny. you, I when I'm normally home, I come back from the pub and I'm like hurriedly I've got a turning very large on my glass computer. Of champagne here. How did that happen? I'm hurriedly turning it on my computer and getting it all done so I can listen to the... Now, okay, um, where did I get to on the script? Oh, I know, the newsletter. Well, it, we, we put out a newsletter once a month, and uh, and so look out for that. And, and, of course, follow Chelsea Supporters Trust at Chelsea S Trust on Twitter. There we go. Now, I'm done. You've got um, two minutes to talk about Chelsea in America if you so decide to do. Before I do, I want to say I am a timing huge you, by the way, thank you to everyone that was in Gate 7 in the Shed Lower. I had an absolutely brilliant time at Norwich. And you guys were just absolutely brilliant. But to everyone that's in America, if you have not joined Chelsea in America, there are rumours going around that Chelsea will be back. You know what? Back. You need a new song. Right. Remember Kim Wilde? Right. I know, I know, I know. You know, kids are, I know, I know. We're the Chelsea in America. Oh, we're the Chelsea in America. Oh, it'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Even Jonathan's 
mildly amused by okay, that. Okay, but so why he's wasting my two minutes? So but that was brilliant. That's thing. genius. You we'll have until December America. the ninth to sign up for Chelsea in America. You can do that at www.chelseainamerica.com. Click on join, join, and be part of it. We will have tickets available if Chelsea comes over this summer, which the rumor is that they will be. Will they be in the States this summer? That's what the rumor says. Then I need to come over. Oh, Chidge, you need to come over. Yeah, I need to come over. You want to start in Texas? Well, you know. (laughs) Duh. (laughs) Texas... Texas, New York. I love New York, man. I don't think it'll be I on have the to East say Coast one thing. anymore. I have to say one thing. I don't thing. think it'll be on I have the East to Coast say this year. One thing. Um, number one, massive, massive, number massive, one. massive shout out for the Davidson twins, Nikki and Leia, who I I know who are there. In fact, there we go. Who I love. And I don't think they're mi- they're members. I don't care, but I love them. I love these two girls because. Uh, apart from that, I love them and I've known them for a long time, but they were the only two people associated with the New York Blues who could oh. be asked to come out and have a drink with me when I was in New York. Well, the Outrageous. New York Blues are very, very special and we love them. And they wouldn't even let me go into and the factory. And you know what? You didn't even give me a chance you're, you're really to talk about this past summer's tour <laughs> when we got Frank out to the pub. Yeah, well, you know, as, know. As, as, as somebody once said in American politics, Chidge, you're no Frank Lampard. You know, you're not. No, and it I'm was not. a brilliant night. But, but please, please. Yeah. Um, How many podcast awards has Frank Lampard won? Yeah, exactly. He doesn't need to win any. Exactly. <laughs> He's a legend without him. Um, but nonetheless. Yeah, Nikki, I had a lovely time with you two ladies. You made my weekend. And it was lovely tell to Mike see you there. I said hi. Anyway, Nikki said, tell you've had, Mike you've I had said, your two minutes, even though I, I interrupted hi. for most of it. Was there anything, I know. In, was there anything important you needed to yes, say? Yes, make sure oh, okay. if you are not a member of Supporters Club, you need to be. Either sign up for the New York Blues or sign up for Chelsea in America. You can get to Chelsea in America at www.chelseainamerica.com. Click on join. It'll be down on December the okay. 9th. See, basically, it's very simple. Shall I do, I, I, you know, Jonathan and I are professionals. We know how to do this. Okay, go. Okay, I mean, Jonathan's better when he has a script. I can do this unscripted. But the bottom line is this. Chelsea America, Chelsea in America, is the place to be if you want to support Chelsea and you're an American and you don't know a lot about it. not in New York. Exactly. You don't know a lot about it, you know, because they get it and they can also help you get the most out of your support for the club. How about that? Absolutely. There you go, see. Why why did it take you so long? It's that simple. You know, we'll get tickets for the summer All right. tour if there is one. We've got to go. And I, what I would say before I do, well, actually, I can say it in a minute. So I'll just pause and, and get on with the script. <laughs> right. Uh, we will be back on Monday, November the 30th, to talk about the Maccabees. We're playing the Maccabees tomorrow. We are. They're a great yeah. band, I the Maccabees. No, I don't like the lead singer. No, no. Don't what? like his voice. But no, no, we're in Maccabi Tel Aviv uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow night. Now, I know that there's a few few folks out there already, actually. And, and, and Dan Banks is having a mental time already, judging by his Twitter feed. Uh, and George and uh, my my old mate Scoots, who's now living out How there. How great is that flag? Yeah, flag exactly. Exactly what I'm talking about. They've, yes, they've got a flag of the lovely, lovely, lovely Kirsty Wilson. I don't think I've seen Gary in the house tonight. No, no, somebody told me he's in America. Yeah, I know he is. He is. Uh, but there's a lovely, lovely <laughs> Thanks, flag. Eugene. I hope the flag gets seen on TV tomorrow night because it's lovely. It's got Kirsty and her famous pout, yeah. and it'll be lovely forever in our hearts. How about that? It's lovely. Yeah, it's lovely. So well done, well done, Scoots. Well done, George, for doing that. Uh, but anyway, everybody out, everybody out in uh, Tel Aviv, stay safe and have a great time. Now we'll be back uh, next Monday to talk about the Maccabee and the Spurs games. I will be joined by. 
Dr. Mart, the original himself, Mr. Jonathan Kidd for his fifth show Is in a row. You are, yeah. I love it. Love it when you're on. You're, you're a fixture. Soup. Bring soup. You are the person. I tell you what, if we did an analysis of shows, Jonathan would be on there only slightly less than me. That's how, you know, prolific you are, mate. Do you think I'd ever be on more than you? Uh, when I retire. But as I'm younger than you, I wouldn't give yourself too much hope. Anyway, uh, we've also... Oh, that was... Oh, yes. Oh, and anyway, the, the, the quartet will be completed by the wonderful Dan Levine, who has been winding up Chelsea fans for fun on Twitter for the last month. So we'll be doing the same and getting our own back and winding him up. But it was great to see Dan on Saturday, and he was also very chuffed that we won an award. Have I mentioned that till this evening that we won no, an award? Which award was that? I can't remember now. I've oh, mentioned it so many times; neither. it's just flooded my brain. Right now, don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at Chelsea Fancast, and make sure you check out the great blogs on our website, which we never ever write unless Clayton sends me one. Uh, but it is on ChelseaFancast.com. And, uh, of course, you can find out all about how to listen to the show, download it, all that kind of malarkey. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. Now. I will be blogging. I will have a blog for later this week. I just, I, I didn't have enough to write after Saturday. But after tomorrow night, I'll probably have enough to do an article. You said that so guiltily, which makes me laugh. Well, I, yes, but I, as I said, fifteenth against sixteenth. I think that was mm. about a paragraph. Okay, yeah. right. Okay, we got to go because we've been we've been way over time tonight because I've been prattling on about winning some flaming award most of the night. Did but you? Clayton, it's fantastic to see you and lovely to share a bottle of champagne with you, Ooh. which I have to say is well deserved. Cheers, mate, and thank a- you for the bottle of wine too. Absolute pleasure, absolute and pleasure, Pringles. and congratulations and again to you. No, congratulations to all of us. It's not about me; it's about all of us. Beth, as always, so lovely to see you when you get over the pond and uh, thank no you doubt my darling we'll husband, see you very and, another husband life. and another life exactly it'd be lovely yes didn't you know that no I didn't know that. No. anyways right after David in, a, Bowie. in another life I know yeah. I, after David Bowie I've met David Bowie and I'll have to say Beth I am no David Bowie anyway Beth I've great to see too. you you loon <laughs> lovely to see you and then last but by very much no means least the pea super himself hang on to yourself Chich. Mr. Hang on. No, no. Well, you know what I mean. Anyway, Jonathan Kidd, you are a legend. Hi, Daniel. A legend. A legend. It's lovely to see you on this award-winning night. <coughs> Thank you. Yeah, I've, I feel award-winning. I've you been do. in the glow of the award winners. Yeah, I mean. that's I, I, so Okay, true. let me put that... Jon- Jon- Jonathan's LinkedIn profile will change tomorrow to say uh, award-winning podcaster. <laughs> and soup drinker. Speak to my agent. Raise my fee by he 10%. He still owes me a song. Jonathan A.W. Kidd. He still owes me a song. You still owe me a song. That's quality. Jonathan, great to see you. Great to see you, Beth. Great to see Clayton. But of course, really... Lost, but by no means least. Andy, fantastic Silverman, the big chef. We love him. We love him. All right. Now, many thanks to my guests this week, as I've just said. Thanks for listening. Uh, see, thanks, thank you, you lot, for listening and for voting for us and making us award winners. We absolutely, The love that I have with you has no, no bounds. And just to punish you further, I'm going to tell you that at half past 12 tonight or tomorrow morning, I will be talking to Jason Carney and Andy Goldstein on the Talk Sports Sports Bar. So if you've got the stomach for listening to me winding them up about winning an award, tune into that. Anyway, enough. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, and keep it chills! chills!
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.